Hi, this is Jeff Davis. I spent many years just down the road playing rock and roll along the lakefront in Chicago at WLS Music Radio. This year's a banner year for Radio Centennials. That's why I'm happy to wish my brothers and sisters in radio a heartfelt 100th anniversary at 1440 WROK in Rockford, Illinois. Sometimes people just need a really good reason to get back together and enjoy each other. This is one of those occasions. Getting behind the microphone again and sharing those seldom told tales is a special feeling these folks didn't want to pass up. The studio is filled with decades of photos, bumper stickers, buttons, albums, t-shirts, jackets, original signs, and well-deserved industry awards. Here's to WROK's 100 years of broadcasting in Northern Illinois and Southern Wisconsin. And now, more radio stories between old friends on another episode of the Storyteller Studio. Hey, everybody. We've got another edition of Survivors, if you will. <laughs> I love this. It's a Storyteller Studio, and we have three of the most amazing people that I had the chance to Aww. work with. Woo. Lisa Fielding. Uh, hi. Hello. Joe Soto. Hi, Liz. And Jim Mulvaney. Hello, Liz. Of course, Tim as well. Yeah, Storyteller Studio traveled to Chicago once again, and mm-hmm. we are now in the Prudential Plaza at WBBM. And I'll tell you, it... Uh, it's, it's impressive. It's it's really cool. We did a Life's 3 by 5s uh, episode at uh, Millennium Park, and this just topped off a great day. Right, so, and it's a beautiful day here in Chicago. It, it is. is. So Do you recognize am, that voice? I am really <laughs> looking forward to hearing a lot from you guys because, you know, as much as you think you know somebody, there is something somewhere, and you go, oh, crap, I never knew that about you. Uh-huh. And, and you didn't work with them either. You I didn't, didn't work, work with these guys. Not, not deep. I was before them, but I worked with Joe. For ah. just a little bit, but months, again, yeah. just a few months. It's sort of weird the way everybody overlaps, oddly. Anyway. This business is incestuous. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah right. We all come back together so you're eventually. So talking about a four-month time. So, Joe, when did you start? October of 1982. I worked there only oh, wow. for four months. Charlie Quinn hired me. Remember Charlie Quinn? <gasps> yeah, Charlie Quinn hired me. Okay, well, there yeah. you go. And uh, I, I did weekends. I did, uh, it was Kenny Rogers, Lionel. Whenever we played <laughs> Lionel Richie, uh, what was that song? Yeah, that hot song, man. Uh, Commodores, or I think it was you are. Sun. I think it was oh, you are. It was a big hit. Sun. Whenever you that came out, I got excited because the rest was Barry Manilow, who I love. Yeah, Kenny Rogers, <laughs> Barbara Streisand, and I was about to graduate from Northern. I got hired at DEK in January. Oh wow! So I was only making three dollars and twenty-five cents an hour <laughs> at ROK, and. You know, I had to pay three tolls or four tolls right, to go to Rockford. Right. So, so my old man was furious. He goes, it's like you're working for free. I could take to the factory. You make nine, ten dollars an hour. I didn't want to work at the factory. You know? And then you had to buy your own headphones yeah, and right. all, all that. Kind of stuff. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. But long story short, because I know there's only so much time we have. Uh, I, I was working at DEK with Ward Holmes. There I work with Richard Milne, who's the morning man on XRT. Right down he's, the hall. He's my dog, too. I love him, man. Mary Dixon oh, was Mary there God. for oh, a while, Dixon, our friend Mary yeah. Dixon. Yep, yep. I got her to know her better. ROK, is he okay? And uh, Patty Martin, who is a bad, yep. badass lady, man. She, you know, sometimes ladies get a bad rap in a lot of things, especially in, in our industry. And she was the music director at the drive for, for a number of years. So her husband, I believe, got sick and then she had to get out. But I still have maintained uh, relationships with those guys because cool. I really like them very much. And we came up together. But anyways... Charlie Quinn said, well, you're working at DEK. You can't work at both places. We're in the same market. So I had to make a choice, and I went with DEK. I, I, because of how much an hour? It was $4 an hour. $4 an hour. <laughs> they, they, they paid me a half hour for show prep before and after. The oh. music was cooler. It was like uh, 
Was it top 40? No, no. It was like yeah. an XRT type. Oh. You know, oh we, right. we were playing stuff like... Uh, College radio. College, College yeah. radio. Yeah. yeah. Stud, you, you know, groups that you and I dig, man. The Jam, Style Council, NXS. When I went on the air, Liz, you're like this. Hey, here's a n- new song from Inks. <laughs> <laughs> you did not say that. I did, on the air. Wow. I don't know who the hell they were. It, said, I, it looks like Inks to me, you know. But... Uh, so I, I stayed at, at DEK all those years. But for those four months, I worked with Fred Spear, Ken DeCoster, Chuck Doyle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the beloved Doug McDuff? Was I he didn't there? know he Doug should... McDuff. You know, well, Doug uh, would never come on the weekends. <laughs> that, 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 oh, that's below me. Don't forget that little shit. Weekends are uh, below him. That's true. My distinct memory of you is when Johnny Marks and I, you remember Johnny? Of course I do. I worked with him too. Yeah, we would go out, do some promotion, bumper sticker, giveaway albums, whatever the deal was. Mm -hmm. We were grabbing the van keys and going. And we would come back, and there would be Joe. And, of course, you know, he had had the afro. Oh, yeah, 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 with the afro, you yeah. look like uh, Epstein on Welcome Back Home. A lot of people would call me that. And, yeah. and he was cranking it. And I, I distinctly, you know, something's keeping your head. I distinctly, Johnny Marks, went through the main studio in between the newsroom and the AM studio. And it's the first time he even knew about you. And he turned, he goes, who is that? <laughs> I go, that's Joe. And he goes, no. Yeah. So I guess he heard the name but didn't hear you on the air until right, right. he saw you in person. Yeah. And it that's that's our memory of coming back him. and he was, he dropping was, off stuff. Now he was, when you he say was a good jock. Generally. When you say he was cranking it, you mean Joe was cranking the music? Yes. Oh. You yes. were cranking Barbara Streisand <laughs> and Kenny Rogers. <laughs> And Barry Manilow. Okay, just well, just, I'm just a fan. Just make sure I'm a fan. Yeah. Joe Copa, Jackson. Uh, what was that Joe Jackson Copa, song? Copa. It was stepping, we, out. stepping out. Stepping out was part of that rotation too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, of a legend. Anyway, yep. Vern Nolte comes in. Remember, you could smoke in there in those years. He smoked oh. a cigar. Bobby B. Soder lit up the entire. I knew him too. I, got I worked with him nothing. too. Uh, he was an overnight guy, right? He was. I know him too. He was. He was cool with me. Yeah. This dude comes in. Older man sits down. I don't know who the hell is this dude. Come on, I don't even know how, what I'm doing. It's a new board. I'm a little nervous. You think it was an engineer? <laughs> Maybe. I didn't Maybe, really know yeah. who it was. It was a Sunday. Oh, What's oh. this dude doing on a Sunday? I go, oh, you're Joe Soto, right? I said, yeah. Yes, sir, I am. He goes, I'm Vern Nolte. Oh. I, own, I own this place. Oh. And, and he's smoking oh, a cigar no, in the no studio. Way. And he got up and he left. That was the only meeting I ever had with him. Wow. Joe, that's a great <laughs> it's story. It's a great story. I told he, that to Jan Thorpe and a few other people, and, and they crack up on it. So he, the meeting lasted maybe a minute. Oh my now, I didn't even know Joe worked there before. Until today? No. Until today, Joe. And I thought I knew everything about you. And now oh, wow. I have. So when did you get back? So you left. You were only there four months, right? And yes. then you came back during my our shift. Right, our, right. Our, yeah. Our I stayed at DEK for like five years. Then I went to JTW where I met Stud. Jim yeah, life changed forever. Ah. Yep. And it was 88, you said? Yeah, 88. We so figured it out. you were working, Jim. You were working at- I was working in Joliet, and Joe, I was a part-timer. Then I became full-time production. And Joe, were you, you were, yeah, you ended up being full-time there too, though, right? Yeah, you yeah, were, I you went, went from, from weekends to overnights to 7 to midnight. Mm. That's right. And all, all on our okay, never Z okay. No, at no, Juliet. And, oh, Juliet. Uh, yeah, where I met Jim Mulvaney. Yeah. So, they go back further than back. even oh, the station. Yeah. 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 He, went, he was in Juliet. Oh, my. Oh, you guys yeah. are roommates. 
Right? Keep up, keep up, Tim. Uh, we <laughs> were we were roommates in Rockford. At Great Jokes. At Great Jokes. <laughs> yes. Oh, see, I was yeah. at Hampton Ridge. Ooh, Ooh, I wasn't at the cool was, apartment buildings. Wicker was Wicker was in the floor above me, and I was ah. below. Oh, down. you and Wicker uh-huh. live in the same yeah. place. I same never place. knew that. See, yeah. we're learning all these great things. Yeah, man. So I got something for you, Joe. I actually took some show prep notes. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. I believe we have a friend in common. Okay. That took your wedding pictures, Brian. Brian Thomas. That's my man. That's right. That's your friend? He's one of my best friends, and he has been for 35 years because we met because I was the announcer for the Ski Bronx Water Ski Show team. Wow. With Gloria? Gloria. Gloria. Yes. She was one of our um, telemarketing people. Yeah. Gloria introduced me to my wife. At a ride for lightning. Exactly. No, Gloria and Darlene. Was Was that your house? With Jerry Jensen. Jerry Jensen. Oh. There's <laughs> yes. another name that's come up. Yes. But, you know, Chuck Doyle takes credit for uh, introducing pretty much everybody to their spouse. And he's pretty stinking close on it. So you're the standout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Gloria and Darlene used to hang out all the time. Yeah, they were together. They were they friends. They were kind of the so. ZOK group- groupies. Yeah. There are some pictures of that. So Brian does okay. your pictures? Yes. That's a beautiful yes. picture. We literally went My from man. our last show on WLUV Live to Brian's... Thomas's studio to take these pictures for our podcast. Nice. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. How's so he doing? Is he, is he still in Rockford and all that? He is. And nice guy, man. He's, he's been doing professional photography forever. He must and be he, awesome. Man. Oh, he's still. I'm going to tell Darlene. Up. When I see her, I go, hey, man. Yeah. Gonna... And he is still doing a great job and has clients like you couldn't believe. And, you know, when people like um, yeah. Colin Powell will come into town or. I met him too. He's hired to you do did. the he job. He was a Vern Nolte. He comes in. When I was in GCI, I would have LL Cool J, Ludacris, <laughs> you know, with posse 20 deep, oh man. God. You know, dudes, you know, they smell like weed, change, everything. Yeah, what's up, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out the way. Out the, come on, come on, man. He coming through. I said, all right, okay. Colin Powell came in one day with a little secretary, a little lady about five feet tall. <laughs> Jim, he had a you suit. He walked in too? like this. I go, no. Colin Powell. He goes, good afternoon. They walked right in, just did his interview and left. See yeah. the difference oh, yeah. when people want to put it all on? And yeah. Colin Powell is more powerful than all of them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, yeah. You learn things by not saying stuff sometimes and just watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Lisa, what about you? What is your intro me, to what about you? Story. <laughs> Well, my life certainly did change forever when I came to ROKZ, okay? I'm from Lake Zurich, which is just the northwest suburb of Chicago, and I went to high school up there. And then I went to Bradley University in Peoria, and I honestly sent my TV tape, which was on like a three-quarter thick tape, because I started in television in Peoria at WEK. I sent it to Ken DeCoster in Rockford, Illinois. Now, I only knew Rockford because I think my mom's aunt lived here or something, and I think I was here once in my life, but I knew nothing about Rockford, other than it was close enough and far enough from home and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I gotta tell you, I mean, I I I was dating this baseball player in Arizona at the time, and I was looking for full-time work out there. Thank God I didn't do that. Anyway, um, dodge that bullet. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) These two guys know who I'm talking about, but anyway. I'm not sure, but I think. No, 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 we won't talk about that. I would ask, but it was Hank Aaron. I'm sorry. No, it's... So I, I sent all these tapes out, and it was kind of like hitting a dartboard with whatever, you know. And Ken called, and I said, I'm going to Arizona for spring training and to see other people and blah. Uh-huh. And can I give you an answer when I get home? And I really didn't know which my answer was going to be. I, I just couldn't decide. I was like, I don't know anybody there. It was kind of a fear of the unknown. And I remember I was 
moved in with my parents temporarily until I got that first job. And I had this little phone in my bedroom. And I remember thinking, I just got to call Ken and make a decision. And I really just jumped in with both feet without thinking. Really? I really, I was like, I can't weigh any options here because I don't really have any. This is my first <laughs> this job. This is your only option? And it's radio. I've never no. done radio at that time. I did TV. I was coming from television. And I jumped in and I made that decision. And I always talk to my students about that. I just closed my eyes and made that decision. And it really was the best thing ever. And it wasn't about money. It was about getting started in a, in a smaller yeah. market that's going to give me what I need to move on with my life. And honestly, I really began my life that day when I accepted Ken's offer. And, and you had no and when, idea. when was that, Lisa? 1990. 1990. 1990. Okay. I graduated in 89, so okay. I worked in TV down in Peoria for a little while after I graduated. But I think, I like Joe, in TV I was making three twenty-five an hour as a freelancer or whatever. And I think I was offered maybe 18 grand my first job. And Ken and I met at... Um, uh, what is the atrium? Oh, gosh. oh yes. that was our first interview, and we talked about Hersey Hawkins from uh-huh. Bradley. We didn't even talk about the business. He talked about sports, and I love talking about sports. So we kind of clicked that way. But like I said, I really was scared about the whole situation, and just said, "Screw it, I'm doing this, and it's the best decision I ever made." And I, I am sitting here at WBBM in Chicago because of that decision mm-hmm. for sure. And that keep is in mind, so cool. And I have the best friends I've had for life, like their family. Do we know yeah. Because of, of the people <laughs> <laughs> that I met there, which we can get into, and you guys are all part and of it. And keep in so, mind, you had no idea the incredible pool that you were about to step I into. I didn't. No. I didn't know the reputation. I didn't know the people there. I think I tuned in once on my way to my interview, wow. and I remember hearing Mary Dixon and Fred and Bob, and I don't think Bob, Bob was in sales by then, Bob Pressman, but mm-hmm. Ken and John Strandon. I look back and I can't believe the people I joined and what I was, you know, entering. And it's in funny at that when you just, you're just like, okay, I just need this job. This is just my job. Right, it's a news it's job. It's full time. I felt the same way coming in on the yeah. music side. And of I it. thought, I'll just commute from my parents' house for six months no and then deal. I'll move on. Nine years later, (laughs) and I ended up getting a place there, obviously, but um, I put a lot of mileage on my brand new Geo Tracker. Oh, I remember the Geo Tracker. I used to get tickets all the time going through Marengo. You still have the same license plate? Newsbiz one? Yeah. No. Okay. I gave that vanity up a while ago. (laughs) Got to be incognito now, Joe. Just kidding. I was devious. So, yeah, I mean, it was... It was intimidating. It was Rick and Riley, Mary, as the people that I told you about. These guys were so good, and they really were close, a close-knit group. And I realize now what an amazing kick-ass newsroom that was at the time that I was entering in. And I learned everything that I know today from Kenda Coster, John, and Fred. Isn't that awesome? Wow. So what about yeah. you, Jim? Did you learn everything from Lisa's crowd, from Joe's crowd, or did um, you have somebody else? No, well, I mean— I know one name that you probably did, or maybe she learned from you. Diane Drake. Yeah. Diane Drake. Yeah. Um, um, Diane came at the same time we did. Yeah, no, Di- actually, okay. Diane. Diane was at the same time? No, she, I, Diane was there before me. She was I think there, Diane she, came in when I. She was there, I think, uh, March of 1990, and I okay. came in at April. And I came in we were April. like a month away. Okay. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. September of 1990. Okay. I was yeah. May of 89. Okay. Yeah, so we all came okay. in at, uh, yeah, at about, about the same, same time. time. So, Jim, yeah. did you replace Tom Moss? I did not. I just had lunch with him, though, the other day. Yeah, he's he's doing good still. Tom left, and uh, Glenn Hansen took over the production oh, Glenn department. Hansen, that's right. Yeah. And then so Glenn hired me, and then Glenn left about three or four months later, and then I was put in, in charge of the department. Ah, right. Okay. And that's when you switched into production because you were uh, on air overnights at ROK at first. Well, Brad Jeffries left. Yes, that's and right. I was doing oh, overnights in ROK, okay. and I was—I promise you—I've been there for six months. It was uh, this is going nowhere. 
I was about to give my two weeks notice. I mean, right. I, I'm going to do something else. And you said, hey, man, Brad Jeffries is leaving. You want to do his, can you do his gig? And I never know much about production, but I learned quick. Mm-hmm. It's recording Doug because he can't record himself. That's basically <laughs> it. pretty much what you did, yeah. But, but you know, you bring up Diane, and, and, mm-hmm. and I still say, this is a little braggadocious maybe. But, <laughs> you know. Me, Stud, Jim Mulvaney, and Diane Drake together. Yeah. Yes. The three of us. Because yeah. we all, none, none of us were in the same lane. We all did different things. Mm-hmm. We all had different personalities. Yeah. You were better at stuff than me. She was better at stuff than me, vice versa. Yeah, we all had our. We both all of had... you two guys were great writers, which I think I was an okay writer, not yeah. as good as you guys. But the three of us, man, we covered a lot of three ground. Amazing talent. We yeah. covered amazing. a we lot of voices, ground. Oh, yeah. and it's just yeah. Yeah. amazing. Comedy. Yeah. Uh, what was the one you guys did with Wicker? It was the, the church. church of the oh, the church of the totally misunderstood. Totally misunderstood. Yeah. He was right, Reverend Wrong. You were <laughs> Brother, Brother Ty. Ty. Brother Ty. Yeah. And Daryl was Little Larry Libido. <laughs> oh, that's right. And he had a list. And he came yeah. in. And then Diane was Sister Rosalita. I still call her that, actually. Sister Rosalita. Yeah. What did you play, Jim? I was Brother Announcer. Because he was the announcer. Yes. We have one picture from that. Time. Remember, do you see that picture with Brad Jeffries? I do. And I, okay. I have it somewhere. Oh. Yeah. I wish we took more pictures. You'll have, you'll have to send them. Okay. Send if, yeah. I mean, I don't know where that one came from. Yeah. I think it was Diane's. Sometimes oh. people would go in and take pictures while we did it. Oh, because yeah. it's I hilarious. Know. I mean, it was just it was hilarious. A, it was a great Can fit. I tell you that I was telling Tim this before? I think that era was so freaking creative. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I mean, we did I so agree. much. I was telling him, I remember you made me be a chihuahua dog. I had to sound like a. <laughs> Because I had to talk really, really fast. You know, whatever. Yeah, well, no, you were like, good okay. at challenge. I could always challenge you, and you you'd did. always would pick it up. And then, well, that's yeah, why I, I would then challenge one. you more. Remember, I had to do the Shakespeare where uh, you maybe. I am not being a. What did you call me? I, think I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have. By the way, I have all of these on reel to reel, buried oh, in a corner of a storage unit. Well, yeah, we I'll need tell you, that was my pandemic project: is transferring things from cassettes to reel to reel. So if you want me to, I can oh make those digital for God. you. you they're, I I t- they're the big pancakes, though. Oh, God, I can't do pancakes. Okay. I might be able to. I've got the small oh, ones. i got about 10 of them. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. small reels, too. things on cassette, which oh, is equally challenging. Yep, because nobody but has 456 tape. Well, Joe and I. We can do it, Joe. We can do it. Joe and I used to do um, Christmas tapes. Yeah. And we put all the bloopers together. Yeah. We, I remember those. It took days those. and hours. And they were Sometimes just. Sometimes we'd be there at two in the because morning. Because we were, we're laughing still. so hard. It was so <laughs> hilarious. You know, F and F tired yes. world. F. with fucking and fuck again. <laughs> Riley would do that. I love And back off that. from Pete Nuccio and all oh that. How about God. Ken DeCoster? Everybody's what a beautiful day in Rockford. Everyone's at the chili shootout. Everybody except me. I'm in this fucking radio station doing a newscast. <laughs> right. Oh we had all Man, the he, on tape. Because it sounded like the real news. And I and when he, I was. And we put the fan bloopers oh on there God, too. I have the Lee Hartsfield. I have. I've had that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all the all the bloopers and oh stuff, and they all put it together like it was a story he was telling. Yeah, and then oh, he'd great. just go That's off. Great. He would just be I so know. pissed off, but he wasn't. He was just pissed off at he had to make Making another take. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you co- give your cousins a copy over there at the X <laughs> and over there at the others because I do the the dubs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's and then, right. and then he just the make stations. sure you give your cousins over there on the X in the your cousins NTA whatever the staff forgot the name of the stations. Remember the TV stations had to do them too. That's right. Oh yeah. yeah. That's right. This was Della before Saunders. you could send an Della MP3. Yeah. yeah. 
to somebody in an email. You had to actually deliver Zubra. them a yep. tape dub. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the salespeople had to come to the station. Well, we had type, typewriters in uh, the newsroom. You did? Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah. I kind of do. Oh, my gosh. The IBM I, Selectrix. The yeah. big oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah, the gray, and it was like on gray, that, green it was or something on that like that. big. Um, we had them on our desk. We also had that one that was on the shelf. And we'd have to put yeah. like a cover to it. And yeah. it, yeah, we yeah, had yeah, color-coded yeah. papers. Like the, yeah. the lead was on yeah. a green. <gasps> and Ken, the jokester that he is, he <laughs> I am an open book oh, to my... <laughs> It's a curse sometimes because they remember every story I tell them ever. That's true. And crazy oh, stuff always happened to me in Rockford. I don't just weird stuff. And I'd what? always come in and be like, guess what happened to me today? And Diana would call them stories of, of Lisa. Lisa. Stories so of Lisa. Ken, you know, one time I had this dying squirrel under my porch and I didn't know what to do with it. About that. Anyway, and then I had this guy break, this old boyfriend break into my house. And I, of course, told Ken and made the mistake of telling him he would make fake news stories based on <laughs> things oh, that oh, no. you know and think and then yeah. he'd, put him, he'd put him on the thing oh Lisa will read this which of course I'm not going to read it like cold on the air but I, he would literally take the time and type, yeah, right. and type up I fake would. lead stories like oh a squirrel was found suffering under Lisa's <laughs> or you know scooter her a college friend broke into a Southside home tonight. Oh, Scooter, that's the that's dude's name. Scooter. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, that. everything I told them, oh he'd be, he would make a news story out of it do just guys, to kick us. Do you guys remember the employee newsletters? You remember those um, that we used to get? Did Diane make those? They would yeah, highlight or those. Jan, yeah. maybe Jan Thor. I don't remember those. Vaguely remember. Yeah. yeah. And they were like See, two I think sentences. That was all us, but just yeah. to sort of update everybody on everything else. I, I sat down during the pandemic. That sounds fun. With Rowanna. You remember Rowanna? Oh, sure. Yes, yes. And she says, you know, I think I might have something We should have done that. That would have been She funny. goes down in the basement and comes up with oh, all man. this stuff that Ron Galena saved. Oh. I would never think Ron Galena would yeah. say yeah. any of this. He had employee lists. Oh, wow. He had newsletters. He had all this stuff, and I just didn't think Ron cared. And it huh. was like hitting the gold mine. And I said, I would love to borrow these and scan them and get them back to you. So I have them electronically. Oh, wow. So you know when Amazing. other people were there. And she just says, yeah, he just he just tucked him away. Oh, now, you might have remember from the reunion, Diane had a, a running list she of the did. people that yeah. came and gone, and gone even and to when. people who were there like yeah. one day yes. she had oh, yeah. there. Or four months. Yes. Or four, <laughs> four months. <laughs> but then he came back again. But then yeah, she had a return she... list, too. And yes. she still has that list. Does this we exist? Get yes, it does. Yes. Yeah, she's got it. She's got wow. it. I mean, there are hundreds. I mean, so within 15 years or 10 years. In her vault of whatever. Under her basement, in her vault. Yeah, well, she brought it to the reunion, so I've seen it. Remember, Diane would be there doing her copy, and Linda Sisler would come every day looking for a newspaper. Right. And Diane Drake would do that diabolical, <laughs> that diabolical witch slap. Because <laughs> she's like, every day she had to come do, you know, come get the paper. Maybe she liked and, the and crosswords. Just, you remember? You yeah, just, yeah. We, I mean, man, we would just be busting out laughing because <gasps> there was no word said. It was just so stupid, but, <laughs> but funny. You Jamie, know? you're an asshole. No, let, tell no, let, let me, me tell you why. why. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Doug. But we got the Dan that's Willis. Dan, 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 Dan and Doug. Well. They had Doug me move too. my desk one day to Jamie Grout's office. Former programmer, Jamie Grout. So I could hear everything yeah. that was going on in there. You know, I'm not trying to hear it. You know, uh, it's, we got to have our meeting, Dan and Doug. And they come in and they go, Jamie, you're an asshole. And let me tell you why. I mean, I <laughs> That's another it. one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds like a Peanuts cartoon. Well, that's what Jamie, I mean, I love him. One of my favorite dudes of all time. But when it's coming through the wall, <laughs> you know, pretty. It, it, and I'd be over there howling, man. I tell these guys, they'd be cracking up. 
You know, one person I would love to get in here for Storyteller Studio. Which we will. Is Audrey. Oh, we will. I was Audrey. just thinking about Do Audrey. Remember her office the was between the WZOK oh. Studio and the continuity. And she was so sweet and so nice. quiet. Mm-hmm. That, you know, Always she just sort of came and, and went. She probably and nobody paid attention. Took she, everything in. She knows everything. She's like the high school janitor. They disappear into the wall, yep. and then all of a sudden, Audrey, they know we're everything. coming for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the stories? Yeah. Because yeah. she was there forever. Greatly. And she started out as a temporary service. Oh, temporary. That's Gloria, too, as well. They were yes. all temps, yeah. Because yeah. I remember and Mary Dempsey did that, too. I remember yeah. she was, yeah. uh, like, it was the early days of computers and tech, and she was very knowledgeable in that, in IT, yes. you know, because we're just getting. You know, computers to actually write copy on instead of typing them onto a piece of paper. Right. right. We went from typewriters to these like George Jetson monitors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And of course, you know, Fred Thick was like, "What is this? I can't do this, Connie. I can't do it." Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> I cannot do this. <laughs> and it was just so. It was a, like a word processor type thing. Yeah. It was yeah. definitely. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Well, we have a million of Fred that oh, we God, remember. Oh, that's so funny. I'd like to share one story of the newsroom of Fred and Sue Stevens took uh, Mary, oh, Mary Dixon's place. Yeah. And um, I used to work nights, 2 to 10, and I'd go. I'd, he, Ken would always send me to like the school board or some god-awful boring thing. But the school board was always crazy, so it wasn't that boring. So I'd come back around, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night maybe, and Fred was on call all the time. He was there all the time. Yeah. And Sue worked nights too, I think. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. But they both, I think, you know, didn't sleep like all the way and we're always tired. So I walk in and here's Fred asleep at his monitor mm-hmm. and, and Sue's over here asleep at her monitor. And I was like, what? And I wanted <laughs> oh, to like no. go, Hey, but I did, I just wanted to savor the moment and I wish I had a camera. At I, the yeah, time. Now we all have cameras oh on our phones. Yeah, right? So you would but have in my it. mind. I took like a click, like a, a, an image in my mind. And all of a sudden I go, Hey, and they're all like, Hey, <laughs> but those two bless their hearts. I mean, they worked so hard they did. and they both were sleeping at their monitors when I they walked did. in. And we call those freeze frames. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there's always some, I remember about. Fred would come into the main studio and go to sleep there. Yeah. No one would say anything. It was just, he was always so, t- he'd just be at a microphone sleeping oh. and it was, yeah, he's got to get his rest, you know? Yeah. So wow. wild, but you know, after a while, I mean, we realized he was always, Working, so right. it made sense, and it was just it was just part 90, of the, Fred to Hey, we just everyone's race. doing our job. He's sleeping; nobody cares. You know, we're doing our thing. You know, he used to wear his headphones like this all the time, and Joe yep. cracked me up well, all the time. Uh, well, he goes, well, well, and then he'd run in. <laughs> and I go, for, I, I, I would start laughing because I couldn't watch him Good because question, he was like this. Bobby. Well, Lisa, we went to the scene. And there was oozing goo, and I just don't know what to tell you about it. And I was like. And, and for those listening to the podcast, what Lisa means oh, is yes. he have one cup of the headphones on his forehead yeah. and the other on the back yeah. of his or head. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. He had, well, he had a one on his ear, on the ears at but all. the other there one was no... like here or something. And it yeah. just cracked me up constantly. And they were Sennheisers and they were maroon. I remember. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, That's my. a good memory. Yeah. Wow. Holy Do smokes. you have a memory of somebody trying to bust you up on the ear? Well... I always remember a day, this was early on when I first started, and I was still kind of the newbie, not knowing what was going on. It was Chris Clark's Chris birthday. Clark. Yeah, and was, you might remember this. Mm-hmm. And you guys remember this. I talk about this all the time. And we were working with LaMonica Beverages, which yeah. was, okay. I think, Daryl moved Darryl from sales Monica over there. Yeah. And they were just crazy guys, right? So they, there was always the wine suck or whatever's going on after 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. if not earlier. Yeah. And that was kind of when I was just working. Yeah. I was like the only one working. Everyone's like drinking <laughs> around me. Yep, yep, so yep. 
they were having these turtle races. Do you remember that? There were uh, real turtles. Yeah, yeah. Real turtles with Chris Clark's head on the turtle's shell. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. This was happening while the workplace was still going on in the newsroom. It was like a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I was Friday working. Sex. And Mine so, sex. so yeah, it was Chris yeah. Clark and all the Monica Beverages guys. It was like Ted Schultz and all those guys. And they're <laughs> playing this turtle game, and everyone's pretty wasted, okay? And one of the Monica Beverages guys came into the studio Damn. with me. And I thought, sure, I was going to be in so much trouble. I was like, what do I do? I'm doing the news, and this guy's in here drinking and playing with turtles on the floor. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to ignore him. And I, I couldn't stop. I, I had to not. Well, Fred always cracked me up on the air. Yeah. He didn't mean to, but right. I just oh, laughed. Funny. Well, because of the thing, yeah. whatever he looked like, um, running in. and um, But the turtles <laughs> almost got me. Not only laughing, but I really thought I was going to get fired because I let this guy in, or he busted into the newsroom. You know, that little room we had? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, you yep. know, the kind of the swinging doors. Not your fault. I know, well, but no, I thought Ken was like, going to walk in and go, Lisa, you're fired. You let these these crazy people into the newsroom. You're working. You did well, I, mean, I, I remember to, having that fear. I was like, oh, okay. oh, I am, I'm, this is over for me right now. There's, I have to admit that on Fridays, in the newsroom. Fridays would get a little crazy. Yeah. I don't know what time they would start bringing out the liquor. But like it noon, seems probably. 10 a.m. Yeah, actually. Say three. Dog and yeah, Dan got out the air. When you get off the air, actually. Yeah. 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 Adley would always come in with a beer. Hey, you want to? <laughs> right. Uh, no, Adley, I got to Thank you. I got to buy the case. Oh, come on, man. Well, one other story I'll share, and then I'll let you guys go with your stories. But again, I was alone at night. It was Doug's 50th birthday, and he might have told oh, you this yes. story, too. I know too. the story. Okay. This is a and good one. And Doug, don't think it's a secret, that Doug and Dan uh, both wore... Hair, okay. Wait, what? They that? all had hair pieces. Right, they all had hair pieces. Doug McDuff had a hair piece? Sorry. Sorry. No. Oh, shocker. Yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah. call so it. So Dan as well did. Dan does not wear it anymore. Yep. Anyway, so again, newbie Lisa working at night. I go to the school board. I come back. Dan and Doug were off at 10 a.m. They started drinking. I think he got a big bottle of whiskey or bourbon or something. But they started opening at 10 a.m., okay? After he got off, they were still there at probably 9 o'clock at night in the back room. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Here's me. By myself. They're still back there. They come out. I remember that. Lisa, what's up? We're still partying, blah, blah, blah. Dan has his toupee in his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa, does this look better without this on my head? And I'm like, Actually, yes, Dan, do not wear that anymore. And he was so sensitive about. Oh, and he and, never wore know, it again. Yeah, he never he wore it again. And yeah, I'd I like rem- to think that. that I helped him I with that. that. But wow. it was very shocking to see him without it and it in his hand because I know he was very sensitive about. That goes to Rick McLaughlin's bachelor party when the when they ripped when the they ripped hair. it off. And that was so, a story yeah, that Doug. I, I know. I wasn't there, but yeah. I heard about so it. So I knew Ken about that. Would like what I just well, said. I knew I about that story. There. So when he had it in his hand, I thought, oh boy, what do I tell him? Should I tell him the truth? And I did. I said, Dan, you look great without it. You really should not wear it anymore. But that's where they were. This was like almost twelve hours after they started drinking, drinking on his fiftieth birthday. Wow. That was my story. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, and wow. you know, Dan lives in Florida at the Villages. Did you know that? I did not. I didn't know that. He I didn't lives know he, in Florida? I thought he was yes. in Milwaukee, no? He wor- okay. Well, they worked in Milwaukee. Okay, okay. Him and Dan worked at uh, WOKY. At good things. WMILWKY. But I worked out there with him. Did you, you really? Yes. Oh, Jim, we got to wow. talk. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hear all this. That stuff. was the good news station, right? The good news station, because we'd only read news that was a good, heartfelt, warm story. And that lasted like six months, and that was gone. Out of the way. Well, believe it or not, Dan and Doug... Call each other once a week. And Dan works at the radio station at the Villages. Oh, how cool is that? Wow. Get out of here Good after wow. all these years. I, didn't, I guess I can believe I they have their own radio station the there. It's such I a huge community. It's like a whole city. Yeah. Gigantic. So, yeah. And let me back up just a little bit. When you were talking about uh, Brad Jeffries, yes. were you weekend people? Is that 
what you remember of I him? I think we both worked on the weekends. Okay, because that's what I remember of you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our WROKWZOK Survivors page, I see this thing where he's moving from Knoxville to West Virginia. Oh, yes. So I wait, and I'm going, okay, sooner or later the city's going to crop up. Ah, sure enough, I moved to Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, well, he's working for Mix 102. Well, I worked in Charleston in 82 through 84 at Super 102. So here we are this many years later, and Brad is working mornings at the same radio station I worked at, and he started showing some pictures, and I'm going, oh, God, our studio did not look like that back then. Oh, God, it was a piece of crap. It looks nice now. Oh, very, very nice. And now I think he's like down in Biloxi or something. He wasn't there very long. Just to fast forward like that is so, so cool. He is the theme of the... uh, I am the morning DJ. He's a he's a classic. He's been to so many places more than me, and I've yes, been. Yes, he's been around. I've yeah. been there a lot. But well, how many have you been on? I believe eight or nine. You haven't really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how, about, how about you, Lisa? Yeah. I was at OKZOK for five years, and then I went to WIFR for four years. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Madison and worked for Fox for. Four years. Then I went to Milwaukee and worked. Well, I went to TV for 15 years. And honestly, coming back here was the first time since ROK that I was in radio. And it was thanks to Jim, actually. And you can share that story. Jim Jim had been here for. Well, he went to Milwaukee from. What was your. Yeah. Well, here's. Okay, here's the the long resume because I forgot saying how many stations I can't remember myself. Start out in KICX, McCook, Nebraska. Oh, what? I thought you worked in Kentucky. Very good. Okay. Then the next year, I found myself at WJRS WJKY in beautiful Jamestown, Kentucky. Did not oh. even know that. And then See, I wow. you learn. You then learn was uh, who came after that? Oh, then I went to WHOW in Clinton, Illinois, hometown of Tom Moss. And were you always a writer? Uh, no, I was a disc jockey up until that oh, point. Wow. Then after Clinton, I was in Joliet. WCVL oh. in Crawfordsville, Indiana. Dang. Wow. So that's four. Wow. See, that's that's then, a lot. Of so you had a lot of experience. I was at XLC R- in Waukegan. Oh, Waukegan. Everyone's been at XLC okay. in Waukegan. Jim. And then the five. JTW. Then JTW. Okay. And that's where you guys were, right? That's where we met. And okay. then W R O K W Z O K. Then over to W M I L W O K Y. Okay. Then back to W R O K and W Z O K. Oh, he left us and came back. Yes, I went to Milwaukee. And yes, that was sad when he did that. When did when you I, leave? When I came back or no, when, when I left? When you left us. I, I was going to say it was sad when he came back. It was yeah. sad. And then we <laughs> went to visit him in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I left in 92 and then I came back in early 94. And then okay. I was there from 94 to 95. Then I came to WBBM where I but you went stayed 26, 27 years. You went to Milwaukee years. to produce for Dan and Doug. No. I was a production guy. But what, what, I thought you went with them. And you did weekends on the country station. I did. Here and comes a six-pack. We're going to begin with Travis Tripp now. I would do weekends. I would do a six-hour shift on the oldie station, W-O-K-Y. Okay. I would literally pull my headphones out, walk down the hall, wow. plug them into the country station, yeah, and I do six that. hours oh, wow. of there, 12 oh. hours straight. Because sometimes I'd come visit you, and, hey, i got to go to work, stud. I said, yeah. okay, well, I'll just stay at your place. And yep. I li- would listen to him. Yep. Oh, that's no. wild. Yeah. Oh, wow. So then you were at BBM for how long? I've I've been here about 26, 27 well, years. Yeah, still here. Yes, still part-time. <laughs> yeah. Part-time. Because and Jim part-time. brought me here. And Jim, okay, so you got Lisa from... I was in Milwaukee in television. Okay. Right. And, and was, was there looking... an opening? Is that how you... We were looking for a reporter, and so I went to tell my boss, still my boss, Ron Gleason, I said, hey, you're looking for a reporter. There's this girl, Lisa Fielding. You actually hired her at the score years y- ago. Yes, he, I blah, did. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I worked with Ron when I was like 25 years old at the score when it first started, when it was 820. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was actually still in Rockford. 
And I think at ROK, it was 1992, so I was still yeah, in yeah. Rockford. And the score just began here, and I was the first woman on the air of the score, thanks to Ron Gleason. And then I used to fill in for George Hoffman, who ended up being my sports anchor on the weekends here. And then Ron ended up, ended up hiring me, you know, 25 years later. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. And he oh still thought gosh. I was 25 at the time. I'm like, well, thanks. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I do have a lot more experience now. Yeah. How long have you and Keith Johnson been together? Uh, let's see. Well, I've been here 16 years, so I've known Keith from the beginning. But we have been afternoon anchor um, team for three years. Three Just, years. So it seems longer. Seems <laughs> well, it does. Probably does. Probably does. Well, I was well. a reporter. I was weekend anchor for 12 years. <laughs> I worked weekends here 12 well, years. I, re- I remember trying to come to Cubs games uh, and I calling said, I'm you working, like, I'm working. Come, no, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. So, you know, we had a lot of amazing, talented, older people here, that, and they all left, like, almost at once. Oh, Regina wow. Schlesinger, yeah. John Cody, um, Chris Crydell, uh, you know, so much, Sherman Pat Kaplan. Cassidy. And Pat Cassidy. Well, now he's yeah. our latest, but I took Chris Crydell's place when she left. Wow. Belisha Middlebrooks. Oh, Belisha Middlebrooks, we lost yeah. two years ago to retirement. She's so. my buddy. So she, oh, I love her. Pat was like the last of the Mohicans, though, of wow. that of that era. So now we kind of have a new generation. So you worked with Jennifer so you Piper, too. Generation. Jennifer yeah. was here briefly. No, she was here way before me okay. as a writer, I believe. Who was yes. a real tall girl you used to work with? Mary Frances Bragle. Yeah, what happened to her? She works for Jewel Osco now. What? She's, She's out, out of the She's out of the ring. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jennifer was here before I was. I believe she was a writer, right? Jim. Yeah. And then she went to work for... Everything WLS, like LS, she was at Fox, LS for a blah, while. blah, blah. And then <clears throat> she came here for about a year as a reporter, and then she went to network. Yeah. Yeah. So now wow. she's working for CBS News. Yeah. I, I heard wow. her on the lost her pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. I heard her on the network maybe yes. two weeks ago. She so, yep. six, seven, eight, six, and then through the night side. So, yes. So you guys are. Odyssey, but where? What happened with the uh, the CBS? CBS. Jim can talk about Jim. that. Um, CBS Radio was sold, sold to Entercom. CBS, the network itself. Still owns a substantial part of Entercom, like a, mm. a, a, a lot of its stock. But then Entercom decided that name wasn't catchy enough or whatever, yeah. and became Odyssey. So all we're all Odyssey now. Yeah, it's it's, okay. a, it's a combination of audio and Odyssey. You know, like Odyssey, the ship that yeah, O D E S S. You know, Odyssey. Yeah. So it's it's hard to say at first because I edit on Audacity. See, that's yes. what yeah. I was so saying. Audacity, Audacity. Yeah. and my my editor had to put fon- phonetic pronunciation Odyssey. in there. Now I can do it, but before yeah. it was very hard. And Odyssey also does your podcast now, don't they? Correct. That's our new whole new world that we're entering at this point. Yeah. So, Lisa, what's your podcast? My podcast is called Backstage Chicago, and it's all arts and entertainment and culture and everything that really is economic drivers in the Chicagoland area. And is that because you had a theater background? Or are you just um, yes. interested? I, no, I She's picked it. Why, yes, I, I am. Why, yes, well, I am. Really quick, well, during the pandemic. You. Because you're a, you're a lesbian, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I'm what? sorry. Thespian. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. You're like Rodney Dangerfield let's, right now. Oh, what, what are you talking about? Joe is not here. PC. No. no. <laughs> anyway. Well, it is depending on what PC stands for. Exactly. That's true. I don't know. So during the pandemic, we were here every day. Obviously, we don't have to get into how hard that was. But That's... I realized that the entertainment industry was really the first to close, the last to come back, right? And um, I talked to a lot of artists and live performers and how crazy it was for them in addition to many other industries. But it was especially hit hard. And I thought, you know, I really want to do something more with this and do long form. Obviously, I love it. I grew up as a theater kid and as a dancer and things like that. So that's how we we launched it. And I named it and we Jim took my it. picture in the I, alley. I, 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 I was your professional photographer. Took that picture? Yes, it was uh, nothing yeah, professional. It was awesome. 
Did oh, you do the graphics on it too? No, no the, our, the graphics are here uh, in house. Yeah. Oh, but I made my. him do it first, and I said, "This is what I want." So I'm gonna go where you are, and then you're gonna take the picture. Yeah. So it turned out pretty cool. Yeah, actually, it's yeah. really well done. Thank you, thank I you. Like that. We we launch it in November. It's still kind of a work in progress, you know. But um, I like to find the little hidden treasures. You know, well, like yeah, there's a tech do. club and you there's, do. you know, the world of burlesque. And, yeah. you know, we just did something on Cabaret, the Cabaret Week. How about and, like the Three Stooges or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think you're alive right anymore, One, two, three. Joe. Think, oh, by, the way, by the way, Mayor Daly, you're you're leaning far back from the I microphone. Know. So come if you could close, push baby, up. Come close. I, I say that. I want when, people to really Joe, come on. Come close to the microphone. Whenever Mayor Daly would come into the studio, he'd always lean way far back. So do you think that these folks are, I mean, you are you experiencing that these folks are just chomping at the bit to talk to you? Good, good, good. But they're finding that entertainment, live performance, theater, anything, it was something that I don't think we all knew we needed in our lives. Um, So we took for granted what Chicago had to offer, and I'm realizing that people are really coming back in droves to enjoy all this, and they're really coming back in every way, which is very important because it's such an economic driver, obviously, for the theater district and everything around it. So they're doing very, very well. And, you know, there's a roller coaster with Omicron and Delta and all that good stuff. Um, And Broadway in Chicago still requires you to wear masks, but that's okay. I mean, it's a small price to pay to be able to see live Live. performance at all. It's really... I saw Paradise Square first. It was the first one that I had seen. It's there on Broadway now. And there, I was in the basement of the Nederlander Theater, the old Oriental, and they were about five feet away from me practicing. And I I got choked up. If that's something that you enjoy, it's just really amazing, these talented people, to see them so close up and to have something return after two years that you didn't have before. I know what it, what it meant to them and what it means to the patrons as well. So And how painful it must have been for the actors. Absolutely. And they did a lot of virtual stuff, and but they didn't get paid for that, you know. No. So we, we still talk about the after effects and how they're still kind of, but they learned a whole new craft, though, to also reach the world rather than just the Chicago entertainment audience, you know, wow. that kind of thing. I got to tell you, my niece just graduated from UIC Chicago as an actress. Oh, and yes. she went through the last year as Zoom, doing a lot yep. through Zoom yep. classes and whatnot, right. too, and acting on that. And and she says, oh, it's amazing. But she loved being back on stage. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. My yeah. niece is really into theater, yeah. I think folks didn't realize how much going to like music shows mm-hmm. and theater, how much we enjoyed it until we didn't have it and That's couldn't go. Say, yeah. Exactly. Know? We took yeah, it for granted yeah. and really gets, you know, the serotonin and the endorphins, you know, makes you feel alive and it, you can escape from the craziness of, the, like of the world. It's like baseball. I mean, yeah. we're same, all Exactly. Same thing. Although somebody here is a White Sox no, he goes both are ways. You, are you? Oh, he does. Like, he swings both ways in baseball. Ah, both ways in baseball. I always give him crap about that. It's sacrilegious it. to be both, yeah. but they're know, bo- right? they're kind of both that way. Now, but Jim, he's. I'm a little you more. Too? I'm a Jim, little more of a Cubs fan. I thought you were more Cubs. Sox. No, I live I, I live near Wrigley, ah, but I'm a little country and she's a little rock. Okay, okay. I'm hard Cubs. I still play, even though I'm old. Do you? Fifty and sixty year old. Joe's the real stud, you know. Wow. This is national. I got three of these. Let me see that sucker. Have you ever seen somebody try to steal second base with a walker? (laughs) 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 This is what you're gonna see. (laughs) But we do baseball we do baseball trips every once in a while too, which is always an adventure. It's been a while since I won, but that's a national. And I had a good series. I got three of those. Wow. Lisa, I gotta tell you a Chicago Cup story. Okay. Uh, in 2013, okay. I bit the bullet. Ooh, and... that was a bad year. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember uh, that already. I know. I, I bit the bullet, and I went to a fantasy camp, Randy Hunley. Oh, fun. Randy? Randy with, with Chuck Doyle? Uh, no. Oh, my no. friend. I know. Who, Jose uh, Cardinal? Brian Reddington, my college roommate, was S- at that. Say his name again. Br- Brian Reddington. 
I bet I would recognize the face, He's not the my name. man. You know, I've been a Cubs fan since I was seven years old, mm-hmm. and they had a list of people that were for sure going to be there as far as the old Cubs, and then they had some maybes because, you know, they're up in age and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So here's 66 of us campers that come <laughs> in, and, you know, we get to know each other, and we're sitting there, and I'm going, you know, the guy that was on the maybe list, I really hope he shows up, and it was Glenn Beckert. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he was 72. Number they, 18, by the way. Yes. They put us into the uh, hotels and everything. The next morning at breakfast, before they take us to the ballpark, and the guy says, is his seat taken? And I turn around, and it's Glenn Beckert. And wow. I almost wet my pants. <laughs> so we get to the ballpark, and, of course, they've got all of our jerseys hung up and everything. I mean, Randy really, really does it right. And who was I assigned to my manager's? Jose Cardinal. Ah, yeah. That's his favorite player. And Jody Davis. Wow. 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 The yes. best catcher in the National Dang. League. Yeah. So then I thought all the former players are going to be over in room number A, and all of us campers are going to be in room number C, you know, half a ballpark away. No. Two away was Keith Moreland. Three wow. away was Fergie James. Wonderful. Rick Russell. The most incredible experience and people that I have ever been a part of. So That's just a great, great FYI, Wonderful. if you get a chance, whoa. Well, we see Randy Hunley a lot at our, the Woody's Winter Warm-Up yeah, that we yeah. do. We bartend each year for yeah, Carrie Wood's cool organization oh, for the Wood Family yeah. Foundation. And it's just so fun. And all the oldies are there. And Randy was teaching my sister how to have the stance or something. It was at the Navy Pier. Um, Woody's Warm-Up. Yeah, it was at the Harry Carey's seventh inning stretch. And it has the Chicago Sports Museum there. And they have, you know batting practice and stuff like that yeah. and he was he hung out with us after cool that guy, event man. yeah well to let you know what kind of guy randy is it was two years later and of course the cubs were inching towards 2016 and <laughs> i was on a committee for the rockford park district and they called it ties and tennies well they had these former bear players and former green, uh, green bay packer players and i says what's what's the rhyme or reason here why is it just those two teams? Says so that's where we have the connections. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how about a Cubs? And they go, right. oh, well, if you've got the connection, go. I made a phone call into Randy Huntley, and he goes, let me check my calendar. Wow. And the next day, he says, can I bring a date? Wow. Well, of course you can bring a date. Nice. Nice. Great guy, So man. he came that in, he awesome. spoke with the other two guys, awesome. and he brought an autographed baseball Wonderful. bat by Ernie Banks ah. for the auction. Oh, love it. Well, you know, He's a lot just of those guys guy. used to come to the Rockford Marinelli Park. Mm-hmm. Yes. When I was the announcer there, and we were the Rockford Cubbies. And, um, and we the had Royals. and the Royals and the, Royals. And the Expos. Expos. The There's Expos nothing minor I about it. I just found a, a ball, a ball that had ZOK and the Expos. Oh, I'm sure. I, 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 I think I have one of those. Yeah. Well, I started there in '91, and it was the Rockford Expos. Yep. And Joe and I used to do the commercials for that Rockford Expos. There's nothing. There's nothing minor about it. And he, you were, you were you the in park announcer. I was for nine years. Yeah, she was first the female ever. You know, in we, did, we we got my favorite thing is whenever there was a pitching change, and me and Stud and Chuck Doyle, whoever we oh, we, we do, uh, love know, it. She'd put the card in, and it goes. What are we going to do? Uh, we're going to eat after the game. I, mean, I, I, I used to produce. I'm so tired. I can't wait till this game. So I don't care exactly. if we win or lose or not. Really that's, thought that's, that's what they were saying <laughs> on the mound. Oh yeah. She would play that, and well, we'd be in the stands cracking well, up. I, Even the, the viewers, the fans, yeah, they, yeah. Laughing. they were laughing. Yeah. Well, I admit, yeah, I can, I I can admit this now. Didn't like it. <laughs> I, I took. Yeah. I, I shouldn't say I took, but I borrowed a ton of old carts and produced all these sound yeah. effects, which was one of my favorite the, things the, to the do. Cha-ching. No, no. Back off. What no, was no, the other no. one? Back off was great. 
Was it Whenever like, a foul ball. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, the, the breaking glass. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Everybody be, oh, oh, what happened? Because yes. it was so realistic, you know. Well, so I like had to convince car. which car yeah. the, the team to buy a cart machine because, you know, they didn't know what it was. And I said, honestly, I, I can't. I need to have these carts ready was, and to do all this fun, stuff. Man. So I had them all ready based on the potential situation that we have on the field. That's great. You know, if. If there's somebody going to steal a base, I'm going to, you know, have something that yeah. like the little like road runner, right. or like, and then if the second baseman gets a, a, a base runner, I'll go gotcha or yeah. something like yeah. that, yeah. or I'm walking, yes, yeah, indeed, yeah, yeah. I'm walking. <laughs> and so he mentioned the ex- my absolute favorite, and I got it from Bull Durham because Bull Durham is one of my favorite movies. And when they all went to the mound to talk about right. whatever was going on, they're like, more importantly, what are we going to get for what's his face wedding? wedding. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm yeah. in candlesticks. Yeah. What about that rooster? You better, you know, all that stuff. So I'm like, we got to make one of those. Uh-huh. So it was Joe, Jim, Chuck Doyle. Yep. And maybe just three of you guys, and you did different voices. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, yeah, I know. I, I remember switching my voice funny. around a little bit. Yeah, we were all switching our voice. Yeah, yeah. We like, how are we going to More importantly, where are we going to eat? And you go, Chinese. I want burgers. I want pasta. <laughs> and everyone, oh and, then, and then they started going <laughs> over yeah. each other. Everyone thought it was real, and that I was, loved it. That was oh, that fun. Was great. That yeah. was fun. Wow. So I had probably hundreds of sound effects that I made from the WROK studios. Were you able to keep them there? You didn't have to take them home with you every night. There you? were probably ten boxes that I had to bring up to the press so box every day. So you took them home day. every day. No, no, there was oh. they were stored down in the office. But when I went there, I'd have to. That was part of my ritual. I had to bring yeah, ten was, boxes up heavy. there. That stuff was heavy, man. Oh, I, yeah, that's how much I, I accumulated over nine cards. years. Yeah, I, I have cards. Yeah. I'm like, too. how the hell do you? What do you? I have a card machine in the next but room. But they worked perfectly for the ballpark at that time. I mean. You just press, you know, just ready. And I had the yeah. If it was a three and two count, I would like put the cha-ching in there, you know, and all that stuff. So that is it was, so cool. It was really fun. Yeah, and they Those always came to see me. Day. Yeah, we well, you know. Now did you we, did we you give her ideas too? Yeah, Jim, did play. you give her ideas for all this stuff? I know this is pretty much all her all her no. doing. She I did kind of wackiness. We just find a sound effect for something, but she would say what she wanted. Yeah. For oh, sure. I loved all those sound effects. They were just hilarious. I, I would go back in that, um, you know, that um, closet yes. with all the record albums back yeah. there. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. my God. I would be there. Oh, that was a, that was one of my favorite rooms of our I know. I, yeah. I like spent hours closet. back there I remember looking when for music, looking Greg, for sound effects. Who was yeah. the engineer? Greg? I didn't say Greg. Greg Cassell? Greg no, 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 no. Greg, um, the engineer dude. Yeah. Oh, there Jack Lambiot was one. No, this Glass? Was, this was at the end, after <laughs> Jeff Glass. Yeah. That's Jeff Glass. Yeah. Howard Hall. Howard I don't remember Hall anymore. Intermittent problem. That's what it is. Right, can you fix this? <laughs> it's an intermittent problem. That means that I can't. He had M&M's and a little cone <laughs> oh, drinking water, that. always. Um, yeah. But it was Greg. Greg Redal. Greg Redal. Greg Redal. Greg Redal. Greg Redal. He told me, get all this out of here. Remember, he was writing down all these names, by the way. I know. And she's like, oh, here's my next 20 episodes. That room, he said, get these records. Now, I'm a record freak. I still got them. Me too. So I got to keep a lot of those records. I got oh, to this day. Sweet. Now, I don't want them all. But. You know, we do have uh, pictures of our storyteller studio, the way it looks, because you guys aren't obviously yeah, coming so there. We're give so some. we got pictures and we took out all the albums and lined the baseboards all the oh, way nice. around Wonderful. our retail. And every time we go in, we put something on the turntable. That and closet on the was walls, amazing. On the walls, we have 45s. Because oh, we wow. have 45s up Where on the wall. Where do you do it? Uh, at Edgebrook Shopping Center. My wow. wife is the marketing director oh, there. Oh, so you have an office? Yeah, well, so they, they donated some space. To do this? Yes. Wow, amazing. And so we brought in all of our WROK and WZOK memorabilia, 
And people like Chuck Doyle and Lisa oh, Dent, yeah. those guys have contributed some stuff to it. Oh. And to eight, we built yeah. a studio. And eight days later, after he said, yes, you can have the space, we hit record button on Wonderful. Doug McDuff. Here oh, we yeah. are bringing up, shit up, in. Well, up, I've been up, following up, you guys. Up, and... up, up, little shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what's his uh, nickname for me. Yeah, that was Doug's uh, nickname uh, for me. Yeah. Every yeah. time I walked in, up, uh, 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 Joe, so to... make sure your hubcaps are, are, are secure. Oh, no, uh, I, love uh, it, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I go, yeah, Doug. That's, you know, you've been saying this for five years. Can you get a new line. I mean, we... was there any stories about Dave Salisbury? Of course, I'm oh, sure you've had all plenty kinds of those. Stories about but Dave we'll Salisbury. take oh, another one. Do you have another one? Right there. Go for it. Tell we, well, do you have any? Doug told the infamous one that I was there for with Audrey Dempsey, right? Yes. That one was. That's Classic in 35 years (laughs) about trying to ask. People are listening to this, so you better tell the story. Okay, sorry. Thank you, Joe, for reminding me. (laughs) Joe's our traffic director. So Audrey Dempsey was this air quote psychic, Psychic. right? And Doug had her on all the time, as we all know. Good way to fill a half hour. Uh And Dave was semi-retired. He just walked around and flirted Dave with the girls and just, yes, Dave Salisbury. Salisbury. Yeah. yeah. Who, he, no, he was he the general manager general... at some point, but then they gave him like a special office. It was like general manager general emeritus. General yeah. Manager or something. Was right next to Diane Drake. And he had an yep. office yes. next to Ken's. Yeah. So right. he could make golf, golf well, and, dates. And, and, and next to Ken, right. Yeah. Right. And, and he, he was to... the king of working a room. Oh, my God. Lisa, when's your next party, Lisa? And all that stuff. And he'd ask Mary Dixon to type him letters and she'd go, what? Type your own letter. So just so kind of He's kind of old school. Anyway, so Doug's on the air with Audrey Dempsey. <laughs> David does not have a concept of what on air means. Oh, he doesn't even look to see if the light's on. No. He just busts through, Audrey, what am I going to get my next piece of ass? <laughs> on the air. air. Yeah. Doug McDuff. From a psychic. Up, up, up. This is He's Doug like, McDuff, 1440, WROK. Signing off. And I was in there at the time. I, I mean, think about how funny that is. Oh, I know. He's asking a psychic about when he's getting his next piece of ass. That's just so hilarious. And this is like this is like 1992 or three well, or something like that. Who was it that told me? Oh, it was Doug who told me. But the the reaction on Dave's face when he put two and two together oh, and realized he was on the air. Oh, yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah. 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 And then when you Dave, it's even funnier. It was oh, so yeah. funny. I mean, because he was a ladies' man. He thought he was, you know. And saying something like that is just so Dave. But to say that out live on the air to a psychic who isn't even a psychic, it's just so funny. Anyway, that was one <laughs> of my funniest moments. How can you not see the on-air sign? Is, you know, but he just busted yeah, in just, wherever he matter. wanted to. I think to. he thought yeah. they were in break or something. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. Do you remember Rick Carner back in the continuity department? No. That was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it was Marianne Axe and Heather Anderson. Yeah, that was, that was way before, before me. Way yeah. before oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So I was back there. They were assigning me some commercials of some sort. And Rick is sitting there. And Rick was one of the most creative guys I have ever known still. And he was working on something. And everybody was sort of role-playing. How are we going to work this commercial and everything? Here comes Dave. And he walks back there. And he walks past Greg Lackner, the marketing guy. And he's just sort of wandering in. You know how Dave did. He just sort of wandered yep. in like, hey, what's going on? And he went back around by Rick's desk and he goes, um, these new computers and everything that you guys are using, can you teach me how to use these? What? <laughs> and Rick goes, sure. Do you want to set up a time for tomorrow? And he goes, sure. How about right after lunch? And, of course, Dave completely forgot yeah, about yeah, it. Right, 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 right. And, of course, after he left the room, everybody's just roaring going, oh, my God, why would Dave? ever want yeah. to use this. Oh, Because they just kind of gave him that office just to kind of hang out. And, I guess. Yeah. And it's semi-retirement exactly. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Call Jungle Gyms to make a restaurant. Exactly. Jungle Gyms, oh, Jungle Gyms. Not, are you club? R.I.P. 
Yeah, it was funny. He used to have me make tapes, cassettes for him with Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett. Aww. Did he really? So he could listen cool. to the songs in his Cadillac on the way home. Speaking <laughs> of that, Rick McLaughlin was an amazing, talented guy. Love Very him. much so. And I Love did the news with him in the afternoons when he was with Riley, and he used to have that... Um, <laughs> Alter ego Johnny Velvet, right? right. And he'd sing yes, all those wonderful songs. That. Speaking of Frank sing. Sinatra, he could, he could. He, could. he was yeah. so good. He was a really smart, amazing, talented guy that we lost too soon, Way for sure. Soon. But his wonderful son, just... Don't you know the real meaning of it? When he have a few beers, you go, oh, damn, Rick. He's super cerebral. <laughs> he got really deep. Got really yeah, deep. Too deep. Yeah, I don't deep. know what the His wonderful son just right? graduated from college, oh, and he awesome. looks just like him. Yeah. Oh, that's no so cool. I follow him on. So what was your favorite promotion? You know the chili shootout was always fun. Oh yeah, because my too. yeah, because it was like we had a nice little area to hang, and everybody from the station would come there and free beer. <laughs> yeah, free beer. The chili was awesome. Yep, it was just it was, it was just it a was. fun afternoon of everyone just hanging out. I've got a lot of pictures from. Yes, I from do that. too. I mean, when didn't we have? I tell tell people about our old days. Oh then, my gosh, that we. That was our social life. Was our work friends and right, our family, right, right. and yes. we never had to pay for anything because right. it was always Get something at like Cubby's something, North, yeah. Cubby's West, Cubby's East, There's everything. Trade. The it's eight frame. Like all these it was different places. Trade, Lisa. Right. Everything so trade. we'd yeah. always we wouldn't have to spend any money. I mean, we didn't have any money didn't anyway. Have any money. Right. Right. But you know, going out every night. As part of work, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. one of you guys no, no, was, always had a remote somewhere. We, we, everywhere. It was everywhere. We were, and we were always with you. We were talking you. about that earlier, too. Yeah. Constant you, Chuck, always. Wicker. Oh, my God. Everybody. Yeah. Dave, everybody. Yeah. Promotions were just not during the book. No, they no, were no, no. All no, the time all on the time. both stations. Oh, yeah. Oh, so God. Yeah. Mother's we, Day concerts on the waterfront. Yeah. Well, we loved um, the, the Rock race. River Rap Race. Oh, the Rock River Rap Race, yeah. Here's another Rock River Rap Race, too. Jeff Wicker's World Tour. Do you remember yes, that? Gosh, that was, yes, that I cool. do, with Big Macs and Donny Osmond. My heart Donny Osmond. But remember, oh, but Donny the Osmond. tour t-shirt is like Pecatonica. The Star Party. The smaller towns around Rock River. It was here last year, and we talked about that. We went to the Yes, oh. we went yeah, to the soccer game. Okay, Wicker, we're getting you back on again. So you got to either come to Rock. Yeah, yeah put your shoes on, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, put your shoes on. Right. Yeah, that was a big one. The t-shirts are big with everything. Pecatonica, Shimung. Yep. That was yeah. A, like itty bitty little towns. The hotel. Yeah. Yes. 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 Wow. Yes. Well, the yes. star party was a big the deal too. Star party was. We were talking Money, Donny Osmond, Donny Osmond, Nelson, Sheriff was there. Thompson sure. twins. Thompson twins. It was no, the Thompson no, twins. no. It was two dudes that were real twins. Nelsons. Yeah, Nelson. the Nelson brothers or Nelson. Right. That's, Ricky that's, Nelson's sons. Well, yeah. and the name yeah. of the group Gunner was Nelson. And the Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Or well, the early brothers, whichever way. You know. yeah, I mean, you could go back that far if you want. Oh, they also had. You had the Thompson twins. We had the Thompson twins. Oh, that, was, that was before. Uh, me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that, High school was Thompson Trims for me. I oh, love really? Thompson Trims. I love the Thompson Trims. Wow. Me too. Lies, oh, lies, to lies, yeah. Oh, I saw them at Revenue last Child, year. Were you guys there with nope. Desmond Child? Okay, I so that was, been the very, Child. that was the very first one we yes. did. I think that was 80. I think that was... Eddie Money, yes. I remember. Donny Osmond. I remember, I remember Sheriff, also alias. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Do you remember when Donny Osmond was there with... David Cassidy, and they would not appear I at the same did time. Not, remember? I, I remember no, Danny Osmond being in the studio, Me and too. I, yeah. I was producing him doing liners well, or something. Wanna, they didn't big, want to share. It was a they big were, thing. They were rival teen idols at that point, yeah, at that point in time. Just like you and I, thing. Joe, were yeah, rival teen idols for a while. That's why you guys put the tape all over the thing. I don't want to be with this guy. That's why the glass is there. You know, another story I remember is Amy Lee coming in for John Lee. I don't remember that. Amy Lee is an evanescence. What? She's no, no, a I got a better Amy Lee story. Okay, John Lee was our morning 
after after Wicker, yeah, after, after Eric Ferguson. Okay, right. okay, so John that was Lee. after me. That was after me. Okay, John Lee was she our was morning. She was a kid, though. A kid. She'd come in. She's 10 years old. Now she's like a huge rock star with Evanescence. Oh, I did not Correct. know that. Yes. Yeah. So it was his daughter? Yep. She would come in wow. every day. I was production, and, mm-hmm. and I did... Uh, Afternoons. Right. John Lee was doing mornings. Right. Oh, so wow. he had a bunch of daughters, remember? They would always come. And John Lee would wear a tie, and he was one of them old school yeah. dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, you do my production. Come on, John, let's do it. And then I go in the studio, and the girls would still hang around. Amy Lee would stay in there to watch what I was doing. Yep. Yeah. She was always interested. What's going on here? Amazing. She became. Yep. Amy Lee of Evanescence. Oh, wow. She was a little kid. She was a little They girl. offered me an interview with her recently. Uh, I really wanted That'd her to come. That'd be a cool story. Well, you, but it was a Zoom. So it's fine. Oh, I really wanted her to come in. I'm, yeah. I'm big in person. Everyone does zooms now. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Really? What's that mean? Yes. What's that mean? Yeah. It's, it's popular with the kids yeah, today. Like so you have to between these two. I, I'm not a big fan of Zoom either. I'm so, um, but I wanted. I told the publicist. I said I knew her, and she was ten. I worked with her dad, but that didn't. Yeah. So what happened? I I don't know. I didn't take the interview. They still live in Arkansas. I do not know that. Do you have an interview, especially with being on the news side, uh, that was just, it just Your stuck favorite? way Do out. you mean here or in Rockford? Well, Rockford, well, I guess. Anywhere. Yeah, I interviewed, well, I shouldn't say at RKZOK. In TV, we had some people that came in. Uh, Christopher Reeve came in <gasps> after his accident. Whoa. I was in TV at the time in Rockford, and he was there for some kind of fundraiser. It was, it was a fundraiser. It was a fundraiser. Yes, for the Spinal say, Institute, Spinal that? Injury yeah. Institute. That was pretty impactful wow. on me, just because, uh, you know, I loved him as a kid when I was in the 70s wow. when he was Superman. A uh, mm-hmm. few people that used to come through Rockford. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, Suzanne Summers. You know, we've we you always met Suzanne Summers. Yes, we talk about the thigh master together. <laughs> now, Jim has a wall of fame in his bathroom. Actually, Is that I correct, Jim? The first two hours. Yeah, I do. I actually, and he has hmm? tons of pictures with dignitaries um, over the years. You yeah. can share a couple of. Um, and Jim and I have done some amazing interviews here with some oh, crazy yeah. people. Oh, cool. um, yeah. We had we we've had President Carter in here. Yep. I mean, any any prominent Illinois position, uh, the, the, the politician wow. of the last like 25, 30 years has come through here. <laughs> yeah. No, he's State got, Senator Barack go Obama. He's got all the pictures. In his right? bathroom, yes. Yeah. Do you not, really? Not, Lou Ferrigno? Yeah. Didn't you have Lou Ferrigno no, or something? No, I have, That's not you. Uh, I have Hulk Hogan. Oh, okay. That's maybe thinking about him. You got Chaz Palminteri. I have yes, Chaz Palminteri. Yes, I did that interview. We, yes. And that it was, was about his Bronx tale. And we've had Bill Curtis. Oh, <laughs> Do not, don't even go there, Jim. Uh, I'll, I'll let you tell the story. I'm no, not going to okay, tell. Okay, come on, no, tell us. Richard, Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. You gotta no, no, it these now. are stories from BBM. You got I don't care. Do you you got to spill it now. You've already opened okay, the door. Okay, so Jim is always my engineer when I do long form. Uh, this is before my podcast, right? Okay. So, so I, this is considered long form, by the way, because we're oh, all talking. Longy, for long, 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 yeah. long, 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They got it. Oh yeah, it is a lot of work. You have to be in yeah. it. It is a lot anyway, of work. So um, he catches a lot of my um, shenanigans off the air. Like when Brian Adams came in, I was like fan girling over him, saying that I, you know, had I went to prom to heaven, and I did a pom pom routine, and he asked me to do the pom pom oh, routine, God. and he did wanted me it? to touch his hair, and it was all these crazy oh, stuff. Anyway, so and that um, was just last year, by the way. It was <laughs> actually a couple of years ago. My pom pom routine, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Someday yeah. I'll jo- I'll do it my popcorn routine for you, Joe. No, maybe not. Anyway, so um, I'm ready Bill- for you. Now. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a Tom Deirdre. We're going oh. off on many tangents because okay. yeah. we'll also talk about the Super Bowl Sundays at the Billboard. 
scoreboard at the Holiday Inn. That yeah. was a crazy oh promotion. People drank so much those days. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Liquor was just liquor. Liquor, <gasps> liquor was not as. Joe was pounding the council in excitement. Oh my God. So we had Bill Curtin. That was one of the funniest moments of my life that Roger Peters at that Super Bowl party. Those Super Bowl parties were dangerous. <laughs> they started 10 in the morning. Roger was up there and, all right, next winner is Sebi. Sebi, congratulations. <laughs> you have won. Come ahead. And the girl comes up. The name is Debbie. They go, well, it looked like Sebi <laughs> to me. <laughs> man, we and, were howling, man. And trust me, nothing has changed with Roger Peters. I love him. I love him. What a great guy. Well, these are my brothers from another mother. They know everything about me. We travel together. We bet Joe one time in Boston oh, that no. he couldn't go an hour without giving me crap. He yeah. couldn't even speak. <gasps> I said, no. Joe. No, you I, 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 it was oh. a, uh, oh. the beer oh, oh, was the bet. Uh-huh. You had to buy me a beer. I said, he was giving me crap all weekend. Okay. okay? So I said, Joe, do you think you can go one hour without giving me crap? And he's like, oh, sure, sure. I said, okay, I'm going to be- bet you a beer. He's like, okay. And so he just stopped talking. I go, Joe, you can't talk. You can talk to me. You know that. And no, we're the Fenway. can't talk to you. No. no. So yes. he had to buy me a beer. I didn't talk for an hour. Because he did, couldn't talk without giving me crap. And my point we made the point. Yeah, but Lisa, oh, how oh. long have we known each other? Oh, I mean, what's, Joe. What's, 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 I was so, just challenging you. Making this point. How long have you guys known each other? Seriously. 35 years. No, Almost 32 years. 32. Okay, 32. Yeah. 32 no, no, years. 34 years. No, no, no. We met in 1990. Years. Okay, okay. And it's now 2022. 1990. 1990. So yes. 32 okay. years. You and I are 34, though. Right. right. Yes. It seems a lot longer than 32 yes. years. <laughs> if that's wow. possible. That's a long time. Yep. Actually, yes. I mean, uh, yeah. that Boston trip, though, I got to say, that was the best baseball. We went to Fenway. We like to go oh, to. I'm so envious. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I went to the Cubs game Sunday and I sat behind people from Boston. They were real knowledgeable. We sung Sweet Caroline in seventh inning. And Joe was crying. Remember? Sweet Caroline, seventh inning. I have that on tape, actually. Remember we got uh, by the pesky pole? We got pictures. Yes, we did. We did. Sweet. We're big baseball fans. We are. And the Cubs won both games. Yes. It was awesome. And it was almost an own no-hitter by Arietta. That was when Arietta had his streak. He was on the come-up, baby. We brought some good luck. To the, I think to the that's road. Great. And I anyway. think the Boston fans are knowledgeable. I got a, you know, oh, a lot of people. For sure. They give them a Back lot of the cob at Camden Yard. Kind of like that. <laughs> Have it. They all Have talk like that. And Joe had his first oysters. You ain't had oysters before? Are you kidding it. me? Boy, they had the best oysters at Joel's. Oh. That was really, yeah. really jungle good. Jungle Gems? Jungle Gems? I mean, not Oh, not that smoky one. There you go. That smoky one? Uh, well, don't tell me, don't tell me. It's uh, come North on. Main 10. Yes. Oh, oh my I God. I lived about five minutes. Whoa. I had to run out. Oh, it was, I always feel like we're going. <laughs> but every, everybody smoked everywhere then. They did. It was no yeah. different. It was really bad in there. And the jukebox was, you know. Beautiful give jukebox. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. Come on this, now. Give me three no, steps. No, it also had meatloaf the in there. 8010 was um, what David Ellen Coe. Which was my favorite one in there. So I go there all the time. See, Can you tell? She knew the numbers. I love Bobby, by the way, I am a Leonard Skinner fan. I just yeah. want to make sure. In fact, Bobby one of my Salamone groups, owned it and he used to play the spoons. Oh to my Whiskey God. River. Take oh, my mind. So yeah, she's getting into it right now. Yeah. Right? She wants to be the right She's a good hearted woman. Yeah, I love But how can you stand the cigarettes? Oh, that's great. Honestly, that was so now, that was so bad. hell no. Back then, it was kind of normal. I didn't like it. I didn't even like it then because everything, your clothes smell. Oh, yeah. The next morning, you'd be a picture of your shirt. We would do remotes at different places. 
well, yeah. Blue Suede Shoes. You guys remember that place too? Of you course. walk in and you walk out. But that place out, was like, big, Blue Suede. But yeah. still, you're, but you're still right. smelling you're right. like. But like Rick and Riley used to smoke in All the, the studio. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm glad we were in yes. another room. Yes. Do you guys go back far enough to know the Blue Suede Shoes was Poison Apple? Do you remember that? No, 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 no. no, no. 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 See, they were again. They oh, were with me, and I didn't have that either. Was that the Chesney Park? My Chesney Park. Yes. And now it's a church, believe it or not. Wow. Big space. What was that? That was the after bar. The what? Prairie. Prairie Salute, Street Saloon. Prairie. Oh. It, it, it's, 173 it's in North 173. It's, it was right on the corner. You guys. Yeah. Burned to it. the ground. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. But we used to hang at. Prairie Moon. Prairie Moon. Very good memory. Well, I used, to, remember... I used to hang at North May Tap. We'd go to Jungle Gyms. Obviously, the north side there. Um, after that, we went to like LT's over by the old yep. Pink oh, yeah, Pony. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else? Pink Pony. Got that one too. Like um, yeah. um, that French place. Who went to Pink Pony? Cubby O'Brien. No, no, that's no, true. Oh, yeah, Cubby. Uh, Cafe Patu. Cafe Patu. I had Ken's 50th there, or 40th. I'm not sure. Cubby's East, Cubby's West, and Cubby's North. That was always our remote. Jim had a especially great birthday at Cubby's. Cubby's West, West after a lightning game. Oh, was I drunk? Oh, you and Ken both. Yeah. He obviously Kenbo. doesn't remember yeah. it. It was very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. That sure one Jim put on the lightning costume for us. <laughs> what oh. did you do? <laughs> no, was that the one uh, by the Rockford Metro Center? Correct. Which, which, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, that. was, wait, oh, wait, that was, was my favorite. That. That, was, that was West, Cubby's West. Wait, wait, what was the I, thing I, in the I old Hanley know. building? What was it called? Yeah. And you said, oh, oh man, oh. that we went there all the time when yeah. I was in television. Right, right, right to the south of the Metro Center. It was across yeah. from the, uh, the Metro, Metro Center, and then it moved to the Hanley yes. Furniture Center. And it used to be the hot place for the media yes. people. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was Hoy Poloid. Fifth Precinct. I can see it right now, too. Fifth Precinct. Yes. Yes. Fifth Precinct. Precinct. You guys always be there. Come on, we're going to Fifth Precinct. It was a media it hangout was. for sure. Pete McMurray was there. Hey, Joe. Hey, come on. Well, I still work with Pete. Yeah, I love him. I see. I, I love see him. him once. I love hey, him. Hey, one time, blue suede shoes. That Joe Bortz would always call me Friday five Joe o'clock. Bortz, hey, that's right. Hey, I need this. Commercial for the weekend. Yes, uh, yes, yes. And it always was sick sound effects, oh, yeah. ladies screaming, and all that. It was just <laughs> me and Jan Thorpe. Everyone's gone. Right. It's five o'clock. I'd be pissed, man. I would not be happy. <laughs> and then it would always be a revision. Always oh, a revision. Right? Oh, no. Don't you hate that when they do that? Just one word. And you know, those were one those word. were all overnight spots that he overnight paid $5 spots. a spot we were for. Very cheap spot. We, we put a lot of work into it. But anyways, I used to tell Ken DeCoster, I'd be pissed off. So Ken DeCoster, you know how you do. Ken DeCoster go, yeah, hey, Joe, you got a special call. It's always with somebody, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. And he made believe it was Joe Borch. You know, oh, he I cranked need, us all. Yeah. I'm going to need uh, 16 sound effects. Uh, <laughs> it's ladies' night. And, all this. Ladies and then night. Wednesday night, and I have to And he would tomorrow. get me all the time. <laughs> One day, he was going to lunch. Oh. I heard it. When I got Amy from the front desk. Okay, Kenny Coster, line two. Kenny Coster, line yeah. two. So, and I was watching him the whole time because I could see him. He came. He had a tie on and everything. Always. He goes, yeah, this is Ken DeCoster. He goes, Ken, this is Joe Bortz. He goes, Joe Bortz, how are you? How could, what can I do for you? I start cracking up. Oh, and I couldn't get through it. And he goes, fuck you. Oh, wow. <laughs> he got pissed off, man. And he hung up. And then he went to lunch. He didn't say nothing to me, man. I got oh, man. his ass that day. Well, because he got but everyone all, else all yeah, the time. Yeah, but guess but what? Yeah. He couldn't take it. Because I, I got him real good. I was sounding like Joe Bortz for yeah. at least a few. <laughs> you know, what we can talk about, too, is is such a magical time of radio at that time, for sure. Also, think about the Christmas parties we had. Oh, great yeah. Christmas parties. I mean, oh, really, yeah. the Dulcie yeah. family was so good to its employees, you know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. you certainly don't have that now, you know, you know at all. I got to say that I've told people in, in the industry, when I went left 
ROKZ, okay, I went to GCI. GCI, yeah. a heavy hitter, man, in those years. Steve Big Harvey, mm-hmm, Tom mm-hmm. Joyner, Doug Banks. I was working with these cats every day. I used to tell Elroy, our boss, I go, you know what? I just left ROKZ. And I had, we had more testosterone back then stuff. We'd <laughs> right. just say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. You know? I said, you know, I just left Rockford, ROKZ. And I got to say, there's a lot of things we did in Rockford that's way better than how we do <laughs> it know, at GCI. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to tell him. I used to, he never would understand that. I go, it's like when you cut your grass, you cut the grass nice, but you don't edge. You mm-hmm. know, and when you edge, it looks better. R O K Z O K edged they they all the time did everything man the yeah. right way mm-hmm. and I know it was an ancient time a long time ago but at all the places I worked that's where I learned the most uh, isn't, that funny? isn't that funny because I said the same thing and we have said that before yes even though you worked there for a short amount of time and I was only there from eighty nine to ninety one that's so weird right. is that only feel like you've been years? there only two years May of eighty nine you're I always left in there your presence and you're always yeah. around. I know, doesn't it? Well, you it? left a big impression on that market. I must have. Well, I know. Just, you know, but well, anyway. you were the only woman on ZOK, yeah, too. Yeah, pretty much. But, it was, but that was the time that I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I felt like I really expanded yeah. and I, took I, all I, that I, knowledge I, elsewhere. I but yeah. it, I also leaned back and thought, you know what? Why don't we do that promotion? We did this at ROK and ZOK. Why can't we do this here at this yeah. station? Yeah. Why can't I do it at this yeah. station? Yeah. It still works. Yeah. You went to Light FM. And okay. all the, yeah. the promotions we've talked about that they used to do would still work today. Exactly. Any radio station could do a... Uh, Chicago River raft race or something. Exactly, exactly. Um, But now it's a manpower thing. Right. Right. We had three production people. It is. I would say for all of Odyssey right now in Chicago, there's not three production people. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah, up to a point. I mean, I'd have to count. I might be wrong on that. But, a lot of consolidation. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. there's been a lot of consolidation in radio. The jobs, there's not a lot of jobs anymore in right. radio. Yeah. Well, right. generally well, speaking, that radio state, that building was a beehive all the time. We mm-hmm. talk about this, too. And you feed off of each other. Sure. Yeah. Everybody that we've had in to the Storyteller Studio has always said you feed off that energy. Yep. Even if you're running traffic mm-hmm. or you're right. running accounting or something like that. Yes. Yeah, when you got five people in a building now, it's not yeah. the same energy. If I could speak about the news department there. Yes, please. I talk to my students about this all the time. Um, okay, obviously. students, students from oh, I'm sorry. I teach where? at Medill, the, the grad program there. Are you a there. CPS kid? Is we that what you are? I am not a CPS <laughs> kid. You are. I am. I'm a CPS kid. Um, so, you That's know, I always say. Public I know. <laughs> That's a good thing, Joe. <laughs> That's a good thing. Again, go ahead, I love Lisa. his footnotes. Go ahead, Lisa. Listen, I let the boys speak. Go ahead. Let me see Lisa's face. That is priceless. Too good. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Do your thing. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, to the state anyway, of Anyway, stop. Did you remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. I'll bet you a beer. You can be quiet for an hour. Oh! Okay, hold on. I got the timer. Uh, you might as well just shut that he mic wants off. A, he ahead. wants the, that beer. The things he does okay. for a beer. So, wow. I like. When you think about. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, your students are where? Go ahead, Lisa. Are you finished yet? Booby? Booby? Booby. We're going to tell you why we call yeah, each other Booby, too. I want to know that. I want to know that. That is an ROK About story. About the Booby story? Because yes, that's oh, a fact that an ROK. Okay. You know what? Let's tell that story first. <laughs> okay. right. That's better. It's fun. Go ahead, and then we'll talk about your And then we'll talk about news. The state of news. I think you should tell yours first, then, because okay. it's good something not... to look forward to. <laughs> oh, is that, what, is that what it is? Okay. Let's get through Lisa's boring news story to get to the booby story. Right, right, right. Wow. It's, it's, a it's a teaser. It's, it's a, a teaser. It's a teaser. We'll have a booby story yeah. coming up. But first, here's Lisa. B-O-B-Y, not I-E. <laughs> okay. Let me laugh. Okay. 
This is serious. All right. This is very so easy I to tell up. everyone in this industry that you should really start at the bottom, move up. A lot of kids today, I sound like an old woman, just yeah, expect right. to be in Chicago right away, right? And it all gave us, you know, the ball. Cojones. Yes, yeah. thank you it in did. Spanish. It did. It yeah. really did. Our, our Spanish translator here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 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 make sure that your hubcaps are secure. Uh, uh, this is Doug McDuff signing off. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Our resident Tourette syndrome here. Anyway, so we were all big. Who shit? We're all big fish in a little pond, you right, know. Right. And we'd cut our teeth there and all that kind of stuff. But rarely will you find like a five, six person full time newsroom mm-hmm. in a market such exactly. as Rockford. Mm-hmm. And I come in mm-hmm. with the likes of Kenda Coster, and you know we talked. Bob right, Pressman right. used to be the news director. John Strandon covered City Hall. We were serious journalists, and I'm telling you. We look at today with social media and things like that. We kind of all share with each other news stuff. And that was really hard for me to kind of grasp coming in because back in the day at Rockford, if something happened and we didn't know about it, we didn't air it because we no. were so competitive. Yeah. And we used to kick the TV's ass all the time. All we the had time. the scoops all the time, not only because of Fred and his crime stuff. I covered the education beat. Ken was everywhere calling people. And I remember we had scoops all the time. And if the paper got it, oh man, it was the end of the world. If because they, got they the paper, should not have gotten it first. Yeah. Right. And I grew up professionally super competitive, right? And also... If we didn't get it, then I'm not going to, you know, nowadays we all share each other and we attribute each other, which is absolutely fine. But even back then, I always say, if the mayor got shot in the middle of State Street, it'd be the only time that we would attribute the Rocker Register Star because we were so competitive and we kicked everyone's butt. And I learned everything about who I am as a journalist. And I tell Ken that all the time, Ken DeCoster, John Strandon, and Fred Spear. And I use it to this day. Mm-hmm. It's so much different now in the news business, it really of course. Is, but that competitive gene is still in me. Mm-hmm. And I still wonder why we can't go out there and get that story. I'm not going to attribute that. I wasn't at that trial. Why am I doing that story? Because I wasn't there, you know. I attribute the Tribune. But that's what everyone does right now. And it's kind of the Kool-Aid you drink mm-hmm. as you, the evolution of news and journalism. Because of all the sharing stuff like Twitter and, you know, Facebook yeah. and Instagram and that kind of thing. But... It really, you say you learned so much at that station. Oh, man, that news department was amazing. I went to two executions on behalf of ROKZOK back then. What? Yeah, we were at John Wayne Gacy's. Gacy's. We were also at Ray Lee Stewart's, which is obviously the infamous story that Fred Spear talks about. I was there when he was executed. Paul Logley and all of them and the history and the things that happened in Rockford. I say it's a big, small market with big market news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw the craziest things in Rockford, mm-hmm. but the, mm-hmm. the people that were the officials were amazing. Mm-hmm. I've never dealt with officials like I dealt with. I was kind of friends with them and they were so nice. The coroner, Sue Fiducia, used to mm-hmm. hug me when she saw me. I mean, they were all so willing to talk to the media. We weren't the bad guys. No, we, we were, were there the to help guys. them we were the good guys to run help the them. government. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Dominic Sparrow, Chief Gasparini, Sheriff Gasparini. I remember all those people. How about Mayor Box? Mayor Box. Yeah, Mayor Box. He wasn't. He didn't like the, the media as much as the rest of the people. He liked John Strand. Mayor Box. interview with Mayor Box. And the barbecue. Right. <laughs> I mean, I was. going to do an answer or are you just going to. I was in the aldermen's houses. I mean, yeah. they were that news market had amazing newsmakers. And I knew them personally. County Unlike board. today, where you don't really know people anymore. You really don't know and them. And they think the media is yeah. the bad the guys, bad guy. and that's a whole other conversation. But, you know, we're there to help the police 
you know, find the bad guys. We're here to be the messengers for the people. What are you going to raise our taxes? It's up to us to tell you. And they were more than willing to open their homes to the reporters. And I never had that relationship in another market ever again. Me too. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Now a there. movie story. Okay. Now we move on. Now we go on. Jim, you want to tell it? Or I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm anxious to hear it because I never knew it. You didn't know it. Oh, you don't know the movie story? Yes, I do. The booby story, we weren't there. I mean, this is a Fred story okay uh what was my man the the nighttime dude uh, bobby, bobby b soder and because i know bobby. Him. i work because it's bobby because on sunday nights i'll go off the air and he'd come on yes he was a cool guy with me man yeah really he thought nice. he was from mars everyone had these stories about him but i it, he oh, wasn't yeah. that weird to me he, he just had a beautiful voice mm-hmm. oh yeah and he was a nice man that's all i know yeah. but he was kind of laid back so one time uh he goes it, it was snowing in, in, in winnebago night, right? county it's winnebago Fred goes, oh, oh, the schools are being canceled all over uh, uh, the state line. We don't know if there's going to be school in Winnebago County or not. So he goes on and on. And, you know, because when Fred got in one of those news stories, there was no time. They let him go. Yep. Yeah, he just goes, and, that's and, right. And that's Bobby right. interjected. He goes, come on, Fred. Is there going to be uh, school in Winnebago County today or not? <laughs> Fred oh. he goes, he goes, he goes, Good question, Bobby. Oh, <laughs> and we say that all the time now. So that's question where Booby comes from. Oh, okay. Question, Booby. That's where that comes from. I have heard that story. I didn't know. I, I never put the two and two together. That's where that was that's coming from. So he dude, calls Bobby, me Booby. I know. call him Booby. And everyone's and like, we call, what? Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> We've oh, been calling each other Booby for how many years? 30 years. Yeah. 30. We went all to right. Dubai together last fall as part of his V103 trip. And we just... Our, ourselves and people are like what Darlene was like you guys are calling each other booby in front of all these people she in does, Dubai she, yeah she doesn't understand it I told her look it's she all doesn't right. even know the story I go don't worry about it yeah. all right here's a question yeah. I have to ask because I've got a guy that I've known since fifth grade his name is Willie Parham that his nickname is stud oh, oh yeah wow. I need to know why you call Jim stud he's been calling me that for 34 years yep I know but I we know. have stud, to know stud, why stud, we're just stud. always stud. he calls uh, me stud too I mean which is is it just a guy thing? Oh, I it's just, it's just never a even... uh, Jim Mulvaney, Joe Soto thing. It's just, yeah. We're the only two dudes I don't think that, that stems it. from any specific... No, I don't right. think so. I mean, I remember... Us I don't know why. In Joliet, we would I call each I other stuff. I think I picked it up off wow. of you, actually. Possibly. I think you started it. Wow. Possibly. Uh-huh. And I have, I have no source story for Willie Parham. It's just, you know, somebody says, hey, you know, you're dressed like a stud. And then all of a sudden, ha, ha, ha. sticks. Yeah, yeah, because he dressed fancy and he had gold rings and the whole nine yards. Uh, now, that's Fred, how most did, nicknames start. They'll just start from, from one errant comment, and then it that's sticks. That's it. Yeah. And did Fred happen exactly. to tell you the story of when he had the hiccups? Yes. yes. I have that on cassette. Oh, you had Fred on this? I do with we Jack had Wicker Fred on, on this show. Uh-huh. Yes, we did. We did. Cool, yeah. man. We we had so about fifteen people. The funniest That's thing I've ever man. heard. And Jeff was laughing so hard. You know Jeff's no, Jeff God, Wicker's yes. laugh. And Fred would not stop. He just kept, and Fred's the most serious person on yeah. the air, not off the air, but on the air. You could not break that guy up. And yeah. he got hiccuping and he could not stop. And yeah. Jeff's laughing so hard, but he still kept doing the news. It was the best. Fred says that Jeff laughed so hard that he was on the floor oh, laughing. Oh, I believe it. When you, Unbelievable. When yeah. he kept yeah. going. Yeah. 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 Jeff has one of the most infectious laughs anyway. Yeah. If he laughs, yeah. everyone then everyone has to starts laugh. Laughing. Yeah. yeah. And you know who else does? And you, this is way before you guys. Does the name Kelly Ryan ring a bell? I know Kelly. I work with Kelly. You, you did? did? Yes, I did. She oh, has did. got a contagious laugh. We talk probably about every three or four months. She's up in Minneapolis. Is she doing radio? Uh, no, she's retired from radio. But she was at Light 102 for years and years and years. She was a nice girl. Oh, she was the <laughs> like, best. That was um, 
saw the lineup where you <laughs> she had was uh, a nice girl. Yeah, yeah. I liked her. I liked her. Remember Ron Jordan? He was in that area. Um, Bill Shannon. Um, I know those names. But yeah, I... that was sort of in that era. Uh, Bill Phillips, of course. Mm. Yes. You know Doug McDuff and Bobby B. Overnights, but th- that's sort of that area. Of yeah, when Kelly oh, Charlie was there. Quinn. Charlie Quinn. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. about cats. the people we had after Dan and Doug. Uh, we had uh, Pat Cunningham, Pat Cunningham. from the oh, newspaper. Yeah. He My called man. me Lisa Simpson one time on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? He called me Lisa Simpson from the Simpsons. I was like, oh, that's okay. Or Lisa Fisher one time because it was during the Joey Buttafuoco, Amy oh, Fisher yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. 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 He's well, like, what the news? Here's Lisa Fisher. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he did that a couple times. Funny. You know, and I'm trying to think who else. Oh, we had Raleigh James. Raleigh he, James. She was overnight. She. Uh, she's on. She's on overnight. WGN. Yep. Yeah. Ah. In syndication. Yeah, Lisa oh, okay. Dent. Yeah, well, Lisa. Yep. Remember Charlie Stone? We had Charlie Stone Charlie in the morning Stone, as well. Yeah. Did you remember Charlie O'Neill coming back? Yes. He was at WMAQ with Nancy Turner and those guys. Wait a minute. Was that to do with the with the Army stuff? Army stuff. Charlie Army was a dude with a very hairy chest. I don't you know, 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 know that. <laughs> so he did a show, he did a show shirtless? Sir. I mean, what? Right, 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 right. I usually do it, Joe. He, he I usually do it. my production shirtless. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've uh, seen flex. you do it. <laughs> so, so let me ask each of you individually. We've asked this of pretty much everybody we remember. If you could, mm-hmm. does not matter whether they are dead or alive, back in radio, not in radio, who would you love to be on the air again with, even for an hour? Joe, you go first. Probably Wicker. Jeff Wicker. Oh, oh, we yeah. hear that answer a lot. Yeah, this we is, do. Uh, well, I was always kind of envious that they had all this fun together. I was the serious news person, so I could never be part of the Church of the Misunderstood with any of you guys. So I would love to be on there with these guys again someday. But I also would love to go back and um, be with Rick McLaughlin as well. Oh, yeah. Because he was just such a talent. Yeah. And we just never had the chance to, again, when you're a news person, you can't really have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. I, I, I would like, uh, if I could do an hour on the air with somebody, I would say Doug McDuff, mm. provided I could give him the huge amount of shit on air that I used to give him behind <laughs> yes, the scenes. Yes. Uh, we had this thing where... We could rile him up good, though. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh it doesn't take much. He, yeah, had he, this thing, up. he had this thing he hated doing commercials. So I would bet him every yeah, commercial. I, I would bet him a dollar that he can get it on the first take. <laughs> and because oh, sure. Doug, Doug does like a, a good gamble now oh, and yeah. then. He, he played the game. And but that's how I got him to do his work, and then get out of the studio so I could do my next. He's, oh, he was he was really? a great yeah. production how he got voice. So fast. Doug McDuff was, oh, was a great production voice. I, I got to I got to give best. it to him, man. He still has a great great. Voice. Oh, he does. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. But I mean, he could. He was a he was a pro, man. There are a couple times where I hear at WBBM got him a job. This is way back in the '90s. You know, a freelance job or two right. doing spots he here yeah. on WBBM. Mm. He just did. a couple. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, they wanted an out-of-market voice, so I'm like, oh, right. Doug. You know, there another big event that's just so memorable to me is on the waterfront. Love oh. that. And I have a running joke with the news department that on the waterfront events started on Thursday night at the Auto Inn, and we would never stop. We would work, we would drink, we would play, do everything. And Monday, they always scheduled me to work on Labor Day, and I lost my voice every year. And oh, Ken yeah. and John would be so mad at me because... It would just was like clockwork every time. Lisa, you're drinking and you're not sleeping and you're working too hard. Minute. You still no. came on the air? But on, I, I on attempted, you're I attempted like to it. On waterfront and you're right. yelling because it's so loud with all the music. Right. And oh, yeah. Right. And right. Right. you don't sleep. You for you me, sleep for I lose my voice when I don't sleep so more than go, anything. Did you, did you go to work, though? I did go, but then they would take they would what, take me off the air, the and then Ken would have to come in and fill in for me. He was the boss; he shouldn't come have to do that. John, Ken. John would see me. Joe Bortz is online too. John, John, <laughs> John would see me at the Admirals Club, and he'd be like, "Lisa, time for you to go home." 
Oh, you have to go home gone. because you have to work in the morning. <laughs> and I need your that? voice. John Stranded. Really? Yeah. Yes. John was always so late. Man. Oh, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. You but know, yeah, I'll tell you when John. The waterfront was so oh, fun. So fun. When yeah. John Stranded came in, he got the bug, didn't he? He did. He did. He really did. He was very, eh, I don't know if not I really want to sure do this, this or not. Very... And all of a sudden, we put the torques to him and he came in. And he got the bug. And all of a sudden, he's going, oh, look what I found. You mean on this show? Yes. So we had John Storyteller You need to follow the WB. I keep saying WBB. I'm WZOK. They have a page. You're on the page. Okay, I will. It started with the reunion. The page was created by the late John Whelan. That was a long time ago. Yes. I know. But you don't follow that, apparently? I haven't been on Facebook in like a year. Oh, you need to. Yeah, I bet you got a lot of birthday greetings. Yeah. I, I text yeah. you on your birthday and you didn't even write me back. You, you know, <laughs> no, you didn't. Joe. I called you. Totally you did call fine. me. You yeah, know it's because to... of Doug McDuff that this thing has started. Yes. Hmm. We had lunch with him and Fred Spear. I remember this. And of course it's all, you know, there was more people, was he less pissed people. Off? What was he pissed off about? He was three coins on a fountain. No, it's no, always bad. Not that time. <laughs> not that time. When I was late, he was. So three coins on a fountain. We had a private room. That was John Cox. Who was it? Tim, Joe is interrupting you now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like. I'm sorry. You guys say stuff and then I think I want to know where they're from. Hey, Joe, I'll be right over here. Two microphones. Yeah. That will that will sort of help. But anyway, we had lunch with him and Fred and Sandy and Liz and I at uh, the Stockholm Inn. And thank God we ended up reserving a separate room. Ha! Huh? Thank God. We were there. We closed the place down. We were there like uh, three yeah. hours. And I we bet. brought in, you know, some things like bumper stickers and stuff like that and, you know, jackets and everything. We walk out in the parking lot and our cheeks hurt. Hurt. We yep. were laughing yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah. That's our life every yep. time we're together. And I told Liz, Great I said, people, you know, man. we are Great the people. stupidest people ever. I said, we get these people, which Doug was 80 years old at the time, and, and Fred How was 85, 81. 81. Oh, this was recent. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was like, and, it was just like six months ago. Yeah. Like oh. not yeah. that long ago. And, and, I think you've been following the page. And Fred's 86. <laughs> and I says, we're just the stupidest people in the world. I said, we have the equipment. We know how to record, and we're not recording this. We have some on and our phone. This is for but not the this. This upcoming is for 100th? The 100th anniversary of WROK. 100th? 100th next year. And so Let's have our reunion doing, next year. We are doing. Well, I did the 2016 to, one. I know. I know. It was very, you did a great job. It was a lot of work. Lisa, I know it was. And you're but doing so, I wasn't so happy. So you're going to do a great like, job this next oh, year when you do it. Did you hear you're that? This time. Did you hear that? She says, I would be happy. Go I will. For the 100th? Happy to. Yes. Happy to of course. Happy to what, Lisa? I will. Invite take the us? reins with some help this time Woo! from people oh, who actually wow. live in Rockford. Don't 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 try to have a slideshow presentation this time. Oh, God, because the, no after the thing's system. over, it's going to be the projector's not working correctly. I had to rent that from that fantasy. What's that rental place on um, Seventh Street? Charles and Seventh Street down there. There's a you rental. Put a lot of work in Not Seventh Street. Broadway. Broadway. Discount rental. You always have to. Oh. I had to rent a projector from that because nobody had anything um, at the restaurant. It was not like we were in 1995. It was just right. like it six was, years yeah, ago, and nobody had any like IT or AV at this place. And I thought, don't you have business meetings that need like big yes. screen TVs and yes. plug in a computer? I had to rent a computer. Why don't we yeah, do a ballroom at Hoffman House? Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. Ballroom yes. Blitz. Oh, Blitz. Nice. Blitz. The ballroom Blitz. Blitz. Okay, see, all of us, we're all, all, all in the right same area. Yeah. 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 This is no knock on people who, in, who live in Rockford right, right now. Right, 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 right. But last time, you know, I was doing something from every everything from afar, and I really didn't have any help from people who were living there. So this time, I will have a committee. Okay, I'm going to say it right now. Mm-hmm. Tim, you can be my um, hotel and accommodations committee. Wow. 
Okay. That means wow, wow means no. I mean, I'm, 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 let me he tell you. Wow <laughs> means no. Okay, like keep, keep, keep Again, keep the Joe Soto footnotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what it means. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, we I, I will people. welcome the help. Oh I know, know people. Know things. We'll okay, well, I we'll, thought last hmm? time, too. I know. I so, um, hey, you know, I got defense, the venue, I got the food, work, I got the man. projection, I made the whole montage and blah, blah, blah. And um, it was a beautiful, beautiful night. Why don't we do it in a park? And you have to do all that stuff. Why don't we just make it a chili shootout? Oh, you know, I agree. Jim, I like that. Jim will bring I the agree. beer. That's Jim, better. If it's in the summer, we can you find some outside. Be fancy, that would be great. Just come. I'll bring some Hormel. And, I'll bring uh, a six pack. Yeah, there you go. Right. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's my contribution. Okay, here we go. Because I like beer. Yeah, no. <laughs> so it'll be gone. Anyway, if you guys are all willing, to, well, these two won't. But <laughs> look, look at Lisa. Look at that. Lisa knows us. These two won't. show up. Maybe they might show up. We're comedic relief. We're wearing rap race t-shirts. Is that what you call it? Is it a half shirt? As he does a half shirt. Is it a half shirt? It's a half little crotch. Again, we're back to the boobies. Thank you. Question, anyway, but yes, I it's think that would be apropos for the hundredth anniversary. Is okay. this for Mid? Doesn't didn't Midway Village do something? And they have some crazy, horrible, dated commercials we did in the nineties when my hair's like up to here. Oh, when you That's had big Midway hair, Village. But, you know that was a big thing. That was for the ninetieth, wasn't it? And they Which did one a did display we do? back there for like three months. We just did an errant right. number. It was at Midway Village. It was a museum. We, did, we, we just a did a special whatever. We just, we just did a whatever number. Got you know what, you know what I fear out of all this, and I hate to even say this on, on this podcast. Then, okay. No, no. Why 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 you're going to edit it out? Jim Mulvaney the second? I don't like that. Just take that out. We used to work there. What about the people that work there now? Shouldn't they be doing this? Steve Shannon, I know him. Well, and and they'll, do they'll, you know that? Well, the office, Are they starting to do something for the 100? They haven't picked up anything. They haven't done anything. Let me well, tell you what. Let me tell you what. You need to talk to your buddy. Well, we have our own reunion in uh, honor of the 100. You don't know. have to have a 100. They can have the 100th. Wow. We can have the reunion I, I haven't seen that cat. Was he at the thing? Who? Who? Steve Shannon. Yes. Yes, he was. He stopped by later. He was in the picture. It was later, right? Like later that night? Was that it? Yeah, no, he, didn't, he didn't do much. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember him. And I, I mean, <laughs> was I there? Movie? <laughs> Were you there? Let's just uh, make note that beer. Lisa remember punched that Joe. Likes Joe. Beer. Uh, I always Joe likes beer. I, I, I think that's the first time Joe she punched beer. you, and that's that's pretty good for this. Yeah, conversation. between Lisa and Ken, they always was I there, and Ken's was uh, Ken, Joe. <laughs> Joe always I says, told he was story. actually never anywhere. I told the story, <laughs> and he says, "Was I there?" I'm like, "Yes, you were, Joe." Joe was actually never. He goes. Because Ken always goes, yeah, I heard about that. Like, I, was, I wasn't there, but I heard about that. Ken loves that. Joe was actually never anywhere. <laughs> he was really everywhere, but he doesn't remember, and I have to remind him. I don't remember him. certain things. I don't. I, I'll be yeah. honest with you. So, Jim, anything that you need to say? Because you well, are no, looking, I'm looking at your notes. No, 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 no. I'm looking at the notes. The reason okay. why is... Tim went to all this 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 work no, of typing up all these notes okay. of things he wanted to quest, and, and we Not haven't even hit. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I think out of the well, ten you questions you wrote, Go ahead. you you um you have a favorite well, story we, from the sales department, I'm sure. It's just a guy. Gene Hendricks. I feel bad. Yeah. You did a lot of work, Hendricks. and we're Red just blowing it off. Shoes. Oh. Well, if it makes you feel better, I didn't do it for you. I did it for everybody. Hey, Joe, I gotta I gotta mention this in the notes that I have. One distinct memory I have of you is you had a picture. On the board in front of you when you did your air shift. Of Carlos Santana. Who was that picture of? I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know, know the answer. Uh, I, bet he does. Right. I, I know who it was. That's a great question. It was a lady? No. no. Ah. It was not a musician. Okay. It was okay. Wolfman Jack? No, but that's a really good answer. But it's, yeah, it's a, local, a local version. Dick of Casey Kasem. No. Keep going, man. That, you Herb guys, Kent? No, you guys are really close. 
Landerker? John Lander. Yeah, I was just going to say mm-hmm. no. Larry Lou Jack. Oh, Fred Winston. Yeah. Oh. Fred Winston. Yes. Okay. Did you remember that? Yeah. Apparently not. Nope. I like Fred <laughs> I Winston, not. but I mean. A so, legend. I remember yeah. you having it there. Yeah. And that that was your energy. That was what you. Yeah, well, I did that with different pictures. I, oh, I my. That. Yeah, sometimes I'd have so a lady. you came in on Fred Winston. A lady. I did. Yeah. Didn't you have my picture next to you? Yeah, I did. Your yours will be very much. Uh, I, I used to have. Well, here's here's I a think funny. You called her Whoopie. Whoopie, Whoopie. He never had my picture next to him. That, that's too bad. Uh, no, I, I think had, I had I yours. Had going on here, I'll, 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 I'll take a picture. I'll put it right there. Yeah, but uh, listen, uh, I, radio people are nerdy, and I'm the king of the nerds. I, I I I will say this. You know, it's not all radio people are nerds, but I came went through a stretch where I used to put pictures of things to motivate me. Oh, and one of the pictures, sometimes I I'd do. have a fee, uh, 2554 lady because that was always our demo. Wow. Yeah, it was. And, it was, I, and was I wanted best. to speak to her about stuff, you know, wow. things. That's the other very... was Wolfman Jack. I used to do Wolfman Jack a lot. I did Fred Winston just that. because Fred Winston was nothing like I am, but he was just an interesting, funny intellectual to me. Mm-hmm. I don't and know, he had that what, voice that was and That booming voice, which yeah. to me, I was never a voice cat. That was not my thing. I was right. always into what they said. And the king was Herb Kent, who I did work with for 12 years. Oh, my. And I got to know him very was, much. And he Was that at GCI? At V103. Mm-hmm. He just oh. passed away, uh, oh. what, six years ago? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Even you cats were on the air on that one. Uh, yeah. Craig yep. Delamore was yep. on with me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Your, your co-workers and everything. Because yeah. he's a legend yeah. in radio. You yeah. said you graduated from NIU in 82? 82. So did I. You did? Yes. Did I you live in Douglas Hall? I did live in Douglas Hall. I did I got a baby. question, though. I mean, Tim has some gray hair, and you don't have any gray hair. Lady What's Miss Clairol? Lady Miss Clairol. Lady Miss Clairol That's Joe's secret. And he just told everyone, that's the secret to youth, is Lady Miss Clairol. We always say that. Do you ever remember listening to Fred Winston when he was on WFYR? Yes, I do. There you are. Yeah. And Brad Jeffries' dad. Worked there, didn't Stu Collins. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, yeah. I didn't know did you guys that know that time? Yeah. No. Know that. Yeah. that was his dad. No idea. No. Yeah, yeah. I did. And Stu- I think Brad actually had done some part-time work at WFY. Yes, he did. I think so. Yes, he oh, did. My right. goodness. Well, when we he get did. him on, we're definitely going to ask him. Interesting cat. Brad's got stories, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet he does. He's got stories. Jumping around so much, I bet he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, any stories from the sales department that you have, Jim? <sighs> I know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty. Anything you want to share? That's a good question. Not, not that you can put on this podcast. Right, yeah, I mean, no, they were all, they were all fun, good people. Chris Clark was a, a great guy to work with. I remember Chris. I mean, oh, yeah. he was. Chris, yeah. He was. I don't uh, know. They were all weird. they were all good people to work. Becky Johansson. Becky Johansson. Um, yep. 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 Yeah. Um, oh, uh, that, that was Bob Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> One time, Bob Elliott came to the damn window and he's he looking at me. I guess my my story was going too damn long. He didn't like that. And I look and I look. I could feel something. Remember the Z-O-K? Yep, and that look, window in the back. And Bob Elliott was look, just looking at me like this. Just staring and moving his hands and in and out. He did not do that to you. In and out. Like a slow clap that doesn't <laughs> sound. I'm glad is describing it. Stud, man. Bob Elliott just came over here doing that. <laughs> He's telling you to keep it short. Uh, Z-O-K sure wasn't a big fan. He goes, oh, what was he, uh, trying to applaud? Did he really <laughs> like your break? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, my, my nickname, what was my nickname for Shaky him? Grandpa. Shaky Grandpa. He's always like, oh, my God. But hey, I got well, along with the cat personally. And there were two times that time, and the other time was I noticed Ken was always Ken knew everything about me. I got to leave my show prep every day for Bob Elliott. What? By Amy's desk every day. Make sure I do my show prep. Huh. So I said okay, and then I, I noticed some few days he didn't even take it. Like, what the hell am I doing all this shit for? <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
So, but I always did it. I had my sheet right there, right no next to the way. ladies and everything. Wow. I, I, that's how I did my show. And he goes, I noticed you haven't been leaving your show prep. <laughs> haven't you, you been leaving your show prep once? <laughs> and it was beautiful because it happened to be right by where me and Tommy Garrett had our uh, lockers. Not lockers, mm-hmm. our, our cabinets. Yep. Yeah. And I said, oh, I had it. Put it up like that. And there was a like, sheet Stack. like this. Here's my show prep like that. Oh, was like, good for you. Just make Shaky. sure you put it in. Want, <laughs> these cats want to get in your head, man. Yeah, they, oh, they, yeah. they just want to dominate of, you. You know. Speaking of that, other than that, he was he was cool with me. I I, I dug the cat. I think but, we all in our on our radio don't careers. Try, don't try it because I will win every time. I think we've all had at different places uh, a bully boss now and then. A bully well, boss. Well, I have my infamous story about John Whalen. Rest his soul. He he, what, he, he did. did. Several years ago. He's the one that started this page, actually, that what? Liz and Tim. Did oh, I Joe. Yes, you did. You were there. It's okay, Joe. <laughs> I didn't remember it either. It's remember. okay. It's okay. Anyway, so he was um, a program. Hi. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Lisa. We're on a <laughs> podcast Do you now. see a pattern here? I see a big pattern. Lisa, I know you too well. You're what like my mean? sister. Well, what does so that even mean? I haven't so you're seen just Liz in a long time. Okay. All right, come on. Come on, go. <laughs> Because, because the stories that I tell, they already know, so yeah. they dismiss it, right? He goes, this is going to be a long story. No, it won't. Okay, John Whalen. He was a very intense guy. Yes. Okay. Did he, is he, was he in your time? Okay. I think he was, he might have been the tail end of my time. Okay. I think. So as you recall, the newsroom had that glass and there was a hallway in between the glass and the studio, the main studio, right? And we used to stand. At least standing. And do the news. And... He was into this thing where he didn't want partial scores, which oh. there's oh, some logic that. to it to some degree. That. We do yeah. that now, actually. It's kind of funny. So I was a crazy baseball fan, and it was spring training. No one even cares about spring training. Right. But for some reason, there was some awesome game on the little black and white TV in the newsroom that I felt the need to talk about. And it was Sox-Cubs, and the Sox, it was the ninth or the 10th inning, and I said, in the 10th inning, you know, the Cubs are tied it up, blah, blah, blah. So all of a sudden, I see him in front of me on the wall, and he's cool. a big marker. Yes. And he's writing backwards something in words. And I'm reading the news thinking, what is this crazy yeah, person crazy. doing? He yeah. wrote no partial scores in permanent ink backwards? on the glass <gasps> backwards so I could read it. I think he used to be drunk. Well, that was crazy. Oh, my so gosh. I, think I was did. like, wow, apparently he doesn't want me to do no partial scores. Oh it was permanent gosh. ink. So the next day, Fred had to take a razor blade <gasps> to get it off the wall, off off oh. that whole because glass. Because it was permanent. Oh, I know. So that must have made him happy. I did happy. not wow. know that. Why right? would you so do that? So that was a little traumatic for me, but it's still a story I'm telling. So <laughs> obviously it was very that? unusual. Wow. It's just trying to get into her head. He, yeah, exactly what right. you said. Yep. Well, you know, right. I'm the next time I'm I'm here at the station but, but and you're why? doing the news, I'm going right. to write stuff no, backwards, backwards on the window. But what kind of yeah. skill does that take to write backwards so I well, can yeah, read I it from the other gotta, side? That does take some thought, right? You know. And it was the whole, my whole newscast. He was writing it, and here's me trying to concentrate on the news, and he's writing something on there, and I couldn't even believe it. It was crazy. Oh, wow. So yeah, wow. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Guess what just happened to me, Joe? Yeah, that's wow. not good. Did you guys ever know Kipper McGee? Oh yeah, I met him uh, at the reunion. I, I yeah, I, yeah. I met him again. on the reunion, but Kipper I did not. Was my boss the second tour around? Was he on the Light FM too for a while? Was he? I don't know. When but was he on the Light? I, I'm asking. I'm, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, I I cannot keep track of his. In fact, he's coming in probably within a month. Oh, right. he's, he's in Milwaukee, so right. he's going to drive yeah. down. Okay. Is he so, okay? Is he okay person? Before oh, yeah. he was, he was a us. program director. Om. Yeah. yeah. You would so, recognize him. He was at the news. He was at the no, reunion. No, I, I, you know what? 
He was so, sitting at the table the whole time. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't have recognized him. Oh, okay. So here's a I Kipper would, story that's would. tied to what we're doing now. Okay. And all the people he knows, I mean, there's other people that know people, chains of people like this. But we were talking, I don't know, maybe two, three months ago. And I said, you know, I think for this podcast, when we launch it at the tail end of the year, uh, we need an intro and an exit. But I said, I don't want a WROK, WZOK person. because then you're, We'd love to have Joe, or we'd love to have Jim, but we don't yeah. want to show anybody else's favorite. Yeah. So pick so-and-so for? What'd you pick so-and-so for? All right. So I'm telling <laughs> this to Kipper. And he goes, well, what'd you have in mind? And I go, well, we're going to go see Lisa Dent. So, you know, maybe uh, Orion Samuelson cool? or somebody oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, a very classic person, you know, that everybody knows. You know, well, good luck with that. So two days later, I said, uh, you know, Kipper... Uh, you programmed WLS and you did the Memorial Day rewind thing and you know all these people. I said, how about Jeff Davis? Do you remember Jeff Davis? Oh, yeah. Uh -uh. See, I he did nights after John Records Landecker and of course he was part of the Lou Jack and okay. Surratt and all those guys. And he is now in Hollywood and does voiceover work and of course he does the big movie trailers and mm, all that mm. stuff. In a world. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. And three days later... I had my script on an audio wow. file from Jeff Davis. Awesome. So we will have an opening for you our storytellers. No, yeah. we I love are it. all big time. But I love and, it. And but we'll have an opening and a closing from him. And oh, as a tie nice. into this, this is this is how things sort of fall together mm -hmm. so weirdly cool. Uh, we did a uh, Skyward Promotions jingle package up in Milwaukee a long time ago. And I took the 60-second music bed, just ran Jeff Davis's audio over it, and it was perfect. Perfectly timed. I didn't have mm. to touch it at all. I mean, it was just sort of meant cool. to be. Yeah. Remember those jingle packages, Jim? That's very. Oh, cool. yeah. We had to kind of chop them up sometimes because they yeah, didn't I, have. I, I, they uh, they just replaced a cabinet in my room, and uh, all my jingle packages on reel to reel are stacked on the file cabinet. Back oh there. my god! So do you get to keep you. those? Well, we're going to keep them, but oh. we have nothing to play them on now. But well, I mean, uh, you. You got to do that. Well, you have a lot of media that needs to be transferred so we oh, can hear I know. it. That's I know. It's been a you long just, time. You, yeah, you have to come down to us. Bring all got, that stuff with you. I have the cassettes, or, too, and i got to figure out how to... I have all the cassettes. So we okay. got that, too. Okay, Jim will be like editing this, for a, this right, particular for episode year. for about I'm a month not, or so. I'm the WROK, WZOK legacy box. Legacy box? Yeah. It runs on our air all the time. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of work. Well, sometimes... If it's a seven and a half inch reel, you just set your levels and then you walk away and do something else. So and ideally, then, well, yeah, that's true. What, yeah. yeah. But, Here's me asking the questions now. I'm the reporter here. Oh, yeah. Okay. What are you guys, where is this all going to go and be? We want a podcast. Wow. And so, it's going to be hours and hours. It'll be hours and hours. It's a new song by Moni Long on B103. You like yeah. it? It'll be um, <laughs> yeah. interviews left and right. It'll be, like what? you know, we'll have it labeled. Long, It'll be like Doug McDuck, Fred Spear. It'll be Lisa, Jim, and Joe. You know, what? it'll yeah. be. The problem is, do you want to do this interviews. for the 100th? Yes, that's what oh. this is all for. And will this be oh, maybe oh, debuted at, at the reunion? No, uh, it'll be debuted next January. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So, all year. From a selfish point of view, we're doing it because we love it. Of course. Right. And, and I want to preserve just, some well, of these God stories. God bless and you know, both of you. We've got, well, there are people left and right that some are not here anymore. Many as yeah. we many. know, many yes. of them. Which... Lord knows they had some great talent and great yeah. stories. And yeah. I'd love to find the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know? But you mm -hmm. see, we also double-dip it, too, because we came here early, Shh. went down to Millennium Park, and we did our podcast, yes. Life's 3 by 5s episode. So we make use of the day and the How location. Are you doing on your phone? Uh, no, no we, we swapped our uh, equipment downstairs. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. 
Well, we'll show you pictures afterwards. Oh, you guys Everybody high. thought Take- we were a radio yeah. station. And people stopped by and I said, I'm really sorry. I don't have an album or a concert <laughs> ticket to give you because that's what we were used oh, to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry I wish we I could do. give you something. I'm like, here, here's a card. I'm sorry. Right. We don't have <laughs> stickers. But anyway, Come let me just podcast. give you an idea of the people that we've had Listen on Storyteller Studio already. Doug McDuff, Steve Summers, my wife, that's Sandy, my Roger Peters, Steve Summers. Uh, they, they interviewed each other. Yeah. Chuck Doyle, Amy Cox. Do you remember Amy Cox? She worked up with Barb Reynolds. Uh, Bill Shannon, Ken DeCoster, Dean Irvin, Lisa Dent, John oh Strandon, Fred Spear, Don Kay, and then Lisa, Don Joe, Kay. and Jim. Don Kay. Yeah. yeah. That was a great time. And then you yeah. guys. So well, we're so it. happy to be part of this. I mean, you know, our lives were shaped because of this place, and we're still that here today. That is true. That is true. In every way. And we talk about how great wonderful place, those days yeah. were. You met your and wife there. True. You did. That's right. You my, met Darlene. My first daughter was born there. Doug McDuff was the, the one who delivered. You should come Sonia out now. Sonia was born at um, North Tap. North Bay. <laughs> Sonia was at my 30th birthday and she was like one. No, she my wasn't God. even one. She was months old. Right. Aww. Yeah. So, so come back a little full circle. I was telling my son that we were coming in here and I tell him, he and I share stories back and forth. Because he works at TV 23. Now. Okay. He's oh, wow. the morning show. Oh, wow. What does he do there? He's the morning show producer. Nice. You know, Aaron Wilson is the meteorologist. Of course, he was my weekend Eric anchor. Wilson. Yeah. So, um, no, no, no. Aaron Wilson. Aaron Wilson. Aaron. Aaron. There is an Eric There's who is the okay. I know Eric. Aaron. He's, He's on, on Channel 17. Yeah. With Mimi Murphy. Oh, I don't know. Aaron was 19 when he was my meteorologist when I was the weekend anchor wow. at Channel 23. Well, and he's still Eric, there. you talking about Eric Wilson? Aaron. Aaron. What the Aaron. hell is this? Is this Stella? What is going on here? Aaron Wilson and Eric. Eric. There's two which dudes. We know Eric worked yeah, with us. Yeah, I know Eric. Aaron Wilson was her meteorologist, and he still is, is the still yes. the morning but meteorologist. Yes. You must have got no, confused was, with those I names. Um, I thought he yeah. was in Iowa. Yeah. No, Aaron. No, that's Aaron is Aaron, still on Channel 23. What about Woodrow Wilson? Sorensen. Sorensen. Yes. Who? Okay, running now for got, Congress. Oh, shoot. Now I got everybody all over the place. And Otis so Wilson. anyway. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway <laughs> um, we share stories back and forth because we could do it as a podcast yeah. location, which yeah. we have. And I go, hey, you know, we met this person. Why don't you do a human interest story? So I'm telling about oh, coming in cool, here man. and, you know, idea. three people, blah, blah, blah. And I says, you know, Lisa used to work at your TV station. Yeah. He goes, really? Maggie Radicke is one of my good friends. She's the news director. Maybe they She's can have new, you that's do his uh, boss. That's his boss. Maybe so you can do a thing. So he says, he <laughs> says, thing. why don't we do a story of where are they now? Lisa. Hello. There you go. That'd be great. I was at ROKZ OK for five years, and I was at WIFR for four years. So when I left, you stayed in Rockford? Yes, I did. You I all left me. I thought you were me. gone. No. I had a whole new life in television. I was she the only dude Madison. left from she was at ROKZ. In 96, you were <laughs> no, gone. No, see, I was gone because I left in 91. But I came back in 96. 96, I came back, but I worked sales uh, for I the country this. station before um, I went back on the air. With Steve at, Summers and him? Uh, yeah. That was sales then, but I only did that for about a year. And Why then did you I go went, back on the air? I did. I went back on the air to B103. B103, yeah. WRWC first, because then I was on Middays. Yes. Was that a Rockford station? Mm-hmm. It was a light FM, was, right? Yep, it was it in was Rock right Ton. With Jim Mackey, Rock right? Ton. Yeah, well, Jim Mackey ended up being the morning guy, too. I used to fill in with, yes, for somebody. Yes, you did. Kathy. Kathy Hess. Mm-hmm. I used to fill in for Kathy Hess. Yep. Yes. Up and there. then I was Middays, and then I ended up working with Jim, Jim Mackey, Mackey when Rabbit Doug Sutherland was Middays. Okay. So that's kind of how that yeah. was. And then I got married and but, left. And, but now oh, you've been married now. got married in 2000. 
September 2000. 22 years. Mm-hmm. You That's know, another name time. that we need to mention, wow. yes. Gary McNamara. That's oh, my man. He talks about his days at ROK all the time. He's on Red Eye Radio right now in Dallas. I don't know the name. He did the night night shift, right? No. No, he did... uh... He's just one of our good friends, and he loved his time okay. there. What's and his he's name? Ma- Gary, Gary McNamara. I can't remember gotcha. when his yes, shift was. He uh, today. You know why? You're right. He was the afternoons because I did his news, and I talked to him yeah. about growing up Skipper, and he never knew, heard about that doll. <laughs> and we talked about that doll, and he still talks about that conversation, how he talked oh about He didn't know what a growing up Skipper doll Buffalo, was. Buffalo, by the way. Buffalo he Bills really? fan. Yeah. Remember the Super Bowl? He, he had, he wore, At Ken's house. Ken had a Super Bowl party. And he, he was so Buffalo sad. Buffalo Bills, and yeah. he was all by himself, all alone, drinking a beer because Buffalo, Buffalo got their ass whooped. He was yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, every, time, every time Buffalo got he in trouble, we would always have to have a psychiatrist on the air the oh. next day, next Monday. Because <laughs> they always crazy. had a good team, but not good enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, but Gary yeah, yeah. is very anyway. successful. He does Red Eye Radio oh, on, awesome. on uh, Sirius you know, XM Satellite Radio, good. and he's very successful. Wow. Good. Yeah. He was well, also working. He doesn't work at the local station anymore. No, I believe he's on. He had, had just believes, serious, and he stayed yes. in Dallas. I just love yes, him. Because you know, him and I were there at the same time. <laughs> right, right. But we still keep in touch with him, and he wow. he he was here briefly in Rockford, but he loved it, and he talks about his yeah, time there just like good, we do. That's a yeah. good dude. Man. Okay, so I have yeah. to ask real quick, Joe, what are you doing now? Well, I'm in radio, so I don't work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun this is my 42nd year of radio. 42 years. What? Wow. 1980, I started. And Unbelievable. Been, yeah. Oh, wow. I, I didn't get to ROK the first time till 82, the second time till 90. Okay. But uh, yeah, I do afternoons on uh, V103. Uh, been there for and 18 years. V103 is owned by who? iHeart. iHeart. It's right across okay. the street in the state of Illinois building. Yeah, I, okay. I walk a whole block. Okay. Yeah. And that's actually, I can see your boss through the window shaking his fist at you. Derek is mad at you because you're here. <laughs> I'm my boss. Okay. And Jim Mulvaney and I all work together in Joliet at yep. WJTW. Oh, really? Derek Brown. We yep. all work together. Oh, that's so wow. cool. So you're on, on midday or you're I on do what, afternoons. After, I do two to seven. We and then go I head do, to head uh, all the time. And when, we're not number one. He's number one. And we go oh. back and forth. Yeah. Right? Whose yeah. turn mm-hmm. is it to be number one now? I think it's it's ours. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't get involved with Actually, it. I think Light I FM beat us last time for did some they? reason. That's Robin. Is it, no, no. I, I, I don't know who that's Robin. Robin Rock is making. Yeah, they did. Love yeah. that. She's she my girl. You tell her hello for me. I will. Yeah. But if it's not I Joe will. Soto, it is Keith and Lisa. Ah. So, I got to yeah, tell you, I'm, Joe. Uh, you do you guys do like a retro thing on the weekends? It's on right now. Want to hear it? Oh, oh, oh! It's on tape. He's magic. I listened two, three weekends ago, and I I was so set back by the playlist oh yeah that i literally wrote it down because holy crap listen to this bad boy ray parker jr followed by staying alive bg's then working day and night michael jackson shame by evelyn champagne King. Him. it's like come on are you kidding back me? in the day that's mm-hmm. his show oh, i mean that's come so on. You we got, love it you got into my head and pulled those songs and threw them on the radio oh yeah that's well, thank so cool. you for that that's we get so a cool. lot of you know right now it's on tape i taped the first I, I taped till 8.20, to... dude. Oh. I taped till 8.20. Wow. Oh, but I got a monitor because that. if I got they knew it... we'd go on for four hours? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, you know what? I work six days. Yeah. You know, I, I, Lisa, you know this, and Stud, you know this too, man. This this thing, man, we love it. Yeah. It's it's our dream. It's your mistress. It is a Ooh. mistress. Did you hear me say that before? Ooh. No, and it's just what I think. It's well, my master. That's what I told, I tell my students. I always yeah. tell them. Watch it this. It is my master. Welcome to Liz's it's, footnotes. Yeah. <laughs> at Kennedy King College, I, and I, yeah. since I, the pandemic, I, I haven't. I speak to his yeah, kids. I haven't worked there since the pandemic, but I, I for 11 years, I was there. And I always He's said, a great let me class. tell you something about radio. 
Radio is my mistress, mm-hmm. and sometimes she's a real bitch. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, 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 I mean, and, and guess what? Yeah. Some of my students still that I remember, mm-hmm. I remember you said that. We love it. We would, we it's would, in your blood. We, it is. We it can't, bites, and you cannot get is. rid of that itch. You, you know, cannot, a lot of people, cannot. I always say my students, you know, they give it two years, mm-hmm. and they just can't handle the weekends and the nights and the no money and the holidays. Yep. Um, but That's I say, right. if you're money motivated, walk out the door. Yes. It's not about money. Not this about is money. invaluable. Right. As a news person, what we all do, we Good have job, a front Lisa. we have a front row to history no matter what happens. Right. And the people we meet and the things that we see and the opportunities that we have, you can't put a price tag on that ever. And exactly. hopefully eventually you'll be able to pay your bills. I mean, I didn't make adult money until I got in Rackford. Exactly. You know, all right. the small stations before oh, yeah. then was chump change. Right. But oh, you, you honed your craft at that point exactly. in time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We did the same thing. And as being a jock here, we are able to take the bits and pieces of things that are happening and put it to the music so that when you hear the music, you're like, oh, God, I remember when such and such happened. That song mm-hmm. reminds me of such and such. Yeah, of course. Right back then. That's what I think our talent, our yeah. musical talent is. All that. You have a But it's a passion seat. that... It is a passion. That's the only thing that will keep you going. It is. Uh, because so many people give up because... You know, we have so many perks and so many wonderful things in this business, but you're not going to have, you know, the you corporate can't pay life. You your bills with all the T-shirts that you get. You know, I, <laughs> I didn't travel. I didn't, get my, I didn't get my passport until I was 45 years old because I just, this was my life. I didn't travel on the weekends. I didn't have the money. Mm-hmm. Right. But my life was my social life with my people that I work with mm-hmm. and in radio and television and news. So it's, it's hard to explain, but I mm-hmm. hope the way we talk about it, and I think Joe does that to his kids too, is they can see our passion and why we love it. And yeah. we invigorate them. Mm-hmm. to find that passion as well. Mm-hmm. And they know it right away. Your first job, you're going to love it or hate it. And, and you'll know if you've got the bug. You know, yeah. one out yeah. of 25 of my students might still be in the business after five years. Mm-hmm. Do you know, my very first job was working overnights, doing nothing more than monitoring an automated station. Oh, yeah. And I did weather at the bottom of the hour yep. live. It was the only thing I did live. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be on. I'm calling my mom. Yep. I'm going to be on. I'm going to be on. You ready? To be- I'm going to be on. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. And that was it. Fred Spear told a similar story. He went to Columbia, and he worked at the Merchandise Mart for NBC. Mm-hmm. So back then, he was sort of like a page. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just a gopher and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So he goes in the news department, and this guy, who I'm going to tell you who it is I later. I know this story because yeah, he, we just talked about that on the phone the other day. Did Go on. Really? This is a beautiful story. Well, this, this guy saw this guy come into the newsroom. He was getting people copy or whatever the case what may year be. would this be 50s oh, oh good lord he's yeah. Fred, yeah. Fred's no, 86. It, it was yeah. way back in the mid 50s yeah 50s. and the when guy TV started said, first started. are you yeah. interested in news and he goes yes i am very interested in news he goes really i mean are you really interested in doing news and fred says yes i am he said you see that on the wall and he said and it was a big clock and he goes if you really take news serious that disappears you know who told him that john chancellor Wow. I did I, not know that. I saw him eating yeah. a hot dog that once. Story on the phone. I never knew that story. I yep. was excited, man. I was pumped yes. up when he told me that. Yes. Yes. But it's Fred's, true, isn't it, Lisa? It yes, happens all it's the time. True. Guys, it's so true. It's true. It's hard to... It's eat. true. Kids today, they just... Yeah. Everything is so immediate. Everything, yeah. you know, with... Well, because of this. Look at all of us. Everything is this. You know, it's true, though. Yeah. There's no patience. There's no sacrifice. There's right. no paying your dues anymore. Um, and I don't know if that's gone forever, but it really makes you a better person. It makes you appreciate life. You meet people on your journey that become part of your life the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. your your friends that you meet in this business become your family. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that happens too much in this business anymore if young people even choose this business anymore. 
Yeah. yeah. You know? That's well, true too. I can tell That's you true. by what my son brings home with stories okay. at WIFR, you know, because they're all between 23 and 28, somewhere yep, in that That's when area. I was there. Yep. I'm telling you, they are giving me really encouragement. Good. And I don't Good. solicit the stories. Good. I just let him tell me whatever. You know, so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. My dad asked him, he says, how do you like your job? And he goes, well, let me sum it up for you this way. On one night, I could be covering high school girls basketball. And on the very next morning at 8 o'clock, I could be walking on shell casings at yep. a shooting. Yep. And if you don't like that variety, yep. bail. Every but day if, is different. Yes, yeah, but if you thrive on that, ooh, jump right in. He yep. says the people that he works with, is just, they're wonderful. You won't even think about the money that you're not no, making. You don't. You don't. No. You don't. And Rockford's a very affordable town, and it's all relative. And, you know, you know, as much as I racked out my credit card debt, of course, you know, <laughs> rent back then was $300 a month, you know. So it's all relative right. to what you choose um, in this business for sure. When I first came to Rockford, I didn't know anything about Rockford Either except for Cherryville Mall. That was I didn't even Where know did that. Where did you come from? I came from Memphis, Tennessee to Rockford. Oh, I remember and that. I, and I was I actually a Hannibal, Missouri girl. Yep. So wow. I was like, I, I had no that. idea. I had family that lived in Byron yep. and on the farm, but I the only thing I knew of Rockford was Cherryvale. Uh, Rockford. But all I knew of right. Rockford was that Rockford is close to Chicago, yep. it was close to Milwaukee, and it was close to Madison. Yep. yep. And my goal at that point in time was to be the best female DJ in a top market. New York, LA, or Chicago. Well, yep. Chicago's pretty close. Do you that remember you and me were in the van? We we're going to a an appearance. I was driving. You were doing something. Probably fixing my face. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I remember you gave me a package. Oh, was it my air check package? Buffalo, package? New yeah, York. Yeah, that's right. Oh. And I I that's put I it in the mailbox. I didn't really see it at my. Oh, you were sending an air check to Buffalo. And she got you mail it. Got, no, I didn't do anything. I just oh, put it in the box because she was doing something. Yeah. And about a couple of weeks later, you get and I, I, wow. I put that thing in the thing. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that thing in the thing. Great yeah. memories. Am I the only Rockford native? Yes. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're a well, Rockford native, huh? Yeah. Auburn it's a High cool School. Town. I always, oh, wow. What's we cool? Auburn. Yeah. Auburn High School. I just got a winner on V103 this week from Rockford. I get them every once in a while. Yeah, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. I always say, have a gyro for me at Nick's. I say, what you yeah. know about Nick's? Yeah. You don't know nothing about Nick's, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I say, yes, I do. <laughs> I, I lived in Rockford for five years. She goes, oh, you did? You know. Yeah. And then I go, say hello to my man, Steve Shannon. She goes, and she knows Steve no, Shannon. Steve, yeah. oh, but see, my. I've been gone for 30 yeah. years. Oh, of course. Know who I am. Yeah. No. But in the early years of GCI, they would call and they yeah. knew who I was. Do you remember Mark Larson? I know the name. Uh, mid Is that Joe Larson's brother? No. That's none, Keith Larson. Yeah. 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 Uh, they were all. What is it? John Larson and Joe Larson are related, but the rest of us Larsons aren't related to any of them. But I l used to listen to Mark Larson when I was leaving Auburn High School because I just loved the way he sounded. And do you remember Shotgun Mark Rivers? I do. You do. Badass Jack. Yeah. I like how Joe held up his hand. Like yeah. <laughs> he did. And, uh, Joe, yes. Do you remember him? I'm a, I'm a CPS kid. <laughs> His real name is Mike Lamb. He was on with Don Geronimo and those guys, Mel Young Geronimo, and those guys. Remember that name? Mike Lamb. He also played for the Chicago Cubs. What was he? Mike Lamb. He was a different Mike Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, baby. Yeah, yeah, good stick. So, good stick. so here's a tie. I was a junior that was dating a senior, and so I was able to go to prom a year ahead of time. And Don Geronimo and Shotgun Mark Rivers were DJing wow. the prom. Let me interject real quick. Wasn't Johnny Marks part of that crew? No, he came later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Marks and I uh, went to you, school together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, Johnny got me the job at WROK. He told me to call Charlie Quinn. Shotgun Mark Rivers was there, and we got talking, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I still had my senior year to go. 
And I said, you know, I'd really like to start a high school radio station. And without hesitation, he says, I will help you with that. And two weeks later, he had old production equipment up in the garage attic. Remember that? Real in the back real. of WROK. Yes, all that. And turntables and everything. And he was teaching us how to use it in my basement on Auburn Road. Okay. Wow. And he launched our podcast. He built our website. I've been on Sky 7 Radio in Phoenix for five years now, something like that, this many years later. And the way it all connected was during the 90th, they wanted to treat it like a high school reunion. And they said, we know people aren't going to come, but <laughs> we want to let everybody know we're 90 years old if they ever worked here. Mm-hmm. So it became a competition between Scott Bertram and Steve Summers and some of us locals. So I walked in the radio station one day and Scott Bertram says, well, you'll never guess who I found. And he tells me, Shotgun Mark Rivers, I said, you don't know the story, do you? And he goes, well, here's his email. He's out west somewhere. So I shot him an email. Still doing radio? Yes. So I shot him an email. He goes, of course I remember you. Auburn High School, blah, blah, blah. The radio station was called W-A-R-Q, Auburn's Radio Club, spelled with a Q. I said, where are you? And he goes, I'm in Arizona. Well, my sister has been living in Phoenix since 83. So I said, well, whereabouts? And he goes, I'm in the Phoenix area. I said, specifically, where are you? He lives 10 minutes from my sister. Oh, wow. Wow. And I said, I'm going to be coming out there for my nephew's graduation. Let's get together. And we spent half the day together. You know, you, you say, you know, Jack Randall or Dan Campbell, and he knew the stories. And he goes, you know, I've got this in my head. This internet radio station, I think I'm going to build it, and we'll do four different mm. channels in four different formats and blah, blah, blah. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm going, oh, good for you. Four and a half years later, I'm out at Cubs Spring Training. We get together again at Oregano's Pizza, same place we got yep. together before. Jim and I have been there. Yeah. Mm. And he said, uh, it's becoming a reality. I am ready to launch this thing next month, mm. and I want you to be my first voice. Mm. Nice. And now we've got 22 people across all four channels, old radio people that, you know, you know somebody and I know somebody, and and they're from Milwaukee and Dallas and San Francisco and all over and we all phone it in to mm-hmm. Phoenix. And, then Mike, and Mike's other thing is to do podcasts. Yeah. And so he's yeah. got the platform. He's the one that's actually going to be supporting Storyteller wow, Studio yes. Podcast. He's going to be doing awesome. that for us. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So it's just, it's incredible. And we all could be home watching reruns of Seinfeld. We really could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is cooler. Remember the Seinfeld uh, party at the Quark? No. no. Do you not remember the quark? I'm, oh, of course I remember yeah, the quark. Yeah, it was the quark. quark. Don't tell the clock. Yes, yes. Yes. Which is no longer there. Which is going to be the Hard Rock Casino. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're going to start building that. Speaking of oh, that. Oh, they have a casino there? Yeah. Well, part of the investor yes. is Rick Nielsen from yes, yes, Cheap, Cheap Trick, Trick. Mm-hmm. who we just, we I inducted our Cheap Trick into the Illinois Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You had chess records. We're going to be doing this again <laughs> yes. in a couple of weeks. Are you yeah. going down? Um, no, this time you have Mercury Records you're doing for the Illinois. Our second annual Hall of Fame. Is that the Fame. Jim Murphy one? Correct. Okay. It is June 5th. Oh, I'm going to be there. Show up you are? Yes, I am. I'm yeah. on the board, so I'm coordinating presenters I'm right now. I'm not conducting anything because I'm oh. going to be It's in Joliet at the Rialto. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be there? I mean, I'm wow. going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I've, I've talked Mercury to Ron several oh times on doing we were, a podcast just, down there. Yeah, we were talking all day yesterday. We're in the... I have to get, get get all the presenters, and Joe's coming back for this one. I remember we were leaving. The Buckinghams were there. There was these older. And they, go, they come up to me. Are you Carl? G- 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 and I go, yeah. 
And if you were there, I would have said, yes, I am. I, 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 I was going to say, yes. <laughs> hey, lady, you're singing our song. I was going to do all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, we were yeah. tired. I we were, know. Oh it was wow. a long, long day. But so, it was so fun. It was such a magical it night. Was good, Kevin, Pete McMurray was there. Remember? Well, the funny part, you know, Kevin And Terry Hemmert, my girl. Yes, oh. Terry will be back because WXRT is our um, induction radio this year, and also John Records Landecker is oh, being inducted. Yep. Dennis yep, yep, Young, yep, yep. Six, um, New Colony oh, Six, Young. and a few other people. Um, I don't tell me you don't have the Shy Lights yet. What? They're from Chicago. <laughs> I know, but they, the charter members did not vote on the Shy Lights this year. Oh. You know, what, we have how to can you not? So anyway, let me give you a tie on that. Yes. Do you remember Video Lab at all? That's at Five Points. They fix vintage equipment. They're, uh, they're also. Do to do the real transfer and the cassette transfer oh. oh, okay. from Mark Peabody. Are you doing this know. in Rockford? Yes. Oh, cool. So uh, Mark Peabody, I've known him forever. He's good friends with Sky Drysdale, if you remember that of name. Of course. I know Sky Drysdale. And I said, you from guys need X. to come to the storytellers and at least see the memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not former radio guys, but you get a kick out of it. So they came in. We had a great time. And Mark says, you know, I swear that I bought this group of equipment from an estate and they threw in this paperwork, and I think I've got some playlists. I go, okay. He goes, I know right where they are. So come to my office. He went right to the file cabinet. Oh, wow. These date back to 1967. They are playlists from WYFE when they actually called the radio station Wife. They encouraged oh. you to say Wife because that was their demographics. WLS playlists, these little small ones for WROK. Ides of March yep. was on there. Jim Peters. He's yeah. being He's inducted. from Berwyn. I did a big story on that. He's going in. Yeah. So these things are in mint condition. And he goes, here. And I bet the stack is that tall. Did it's, you show wow. Jim? It's crazy. Uh, no. Peter? Uh, I'm oh, going to take it down. Okay, yeah. June 5th. He's being inducted as a songwriter this year. Yes. Ides was last year. Yes. So yeah. Ides of March is on there. He has the so blue, blue hair. Pur purple. Purple. Hair. So yes. here we are, November. I'm flipping through these things. November of 1968. And who's on the front? But all the on-air radio staff, including Doug McDuff. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I thought he was going to pee his pants when I showed him. I bet. And Doug it's was in... young with hair. Yeah. Wow. Only Real been... hair. He, Real yeah. hair. He'd only been there maybe three months, and it's in mint condition. Wow. I'll show That's it super to cool things that you've been finding through Isn't this whole something? program. It's yeah. crazy. And people just contribute, and they go, you know, I think I have something. Sure yeah. enough, they know where it Do is. Do you remember yeah. Dallas Cole? I love Dallas Cole. Dallas Cole gave me the radio name for when I filled in on WZOK of Jay Holiday. How funny. <laughs> and it was and the the whole thing was because he wanted everybody on the WZOK staff to go to the Rolling Stones concert because they worked so hard to get them there. And he goes, "Could you fill in on ZOK so everybody can go?" And I said, "Sure." And he goes, "We got to figure out an air name for you because I don't want to ruin your AM reputation." I go, "What?" So, yeah, so he flips the phone book and sticks it, and he goes, Jay, that's your first name. And then he flips the phone book pages again, uh, sticks his finger there, and it is Jay Holiday. And he and goes, that's it. Nice. That's a cool yeah. story, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Dallas Cole. Yeah. I, he uh, was so good. He was, I believe, there when I was there that first time. I guess so, because we were there at the same time. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I didn't know, because I only worked on ROK. I didn't do any ZOK stuff. Yeah. Only ROK. He was, really? You didn't do any ZOK stuff? Like, not that first four months. Then yeah, he okay. did the second time. The yeah. second I time. I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did a lot of ZOK yeah. the second he, time. He taught me a lot about observation. You know, Dallas could walk into a bar or an office or a situation, and he would pick out stuff that nobody else would notice, and then he'd throw together a promotion of some sort. 
And he pulls man, Steve Summers and I. You just me out with that, mm-hmm. man. He pulls Steve Summers and I together one time because Steve was my counterpart on ZOK. He was a promotions guy back then. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I want to teach you guys the formula. We didn't ask. He just brought us in the yeah, brought cool. us in the AM sales room when nobody else was there during the day. And he taught us the formula. And, Way in the back. Oh, uh AM sales room? No, a the big room right in the center behind the copy machine. The great big one. That was ZOKs. Yeah, FM was in the back. Oh, they must have switched when I was. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. It was the best half hour in radio ever because you know who, it paid who, so many benefits. Shares your philosophy is Chuck Doyle. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Most he definitely. says the same stick, too. He goes, I can take a can and read the words mm-hmm. on it, and I can tell you a story about mm-hmm. it. Yep. So that yep. probably came from Dallas. Chuck Cole. was my very first friend mm-hmm. when I moved there, and he's the one that got me the, my jukebox in Freeport. Yeah, I remember Did that. he really? He's moved it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> he moved it about four times for me in his oh truck. Oh, my gosh. I remember I, that. I bought this jukebox. Um, I didn't even have a bed, I don't think, but I bought a jukebox <laughs> from this woman. You still and, have it, right? Yes, I do, yeah, and I it know. still works. Wow. Yes, I bought it She has from, a Christmas party every year, and it. Yeah, it's all 45s in it. Some of originals that I bought when I was a kid. Well, Lisa, let us know if you need any more 45s because we got them all over the wall. Oh, wow. Yeah, I have lots of bags. You'll see the pictures. You know, Chuck Doyle, I don't know if he did this consciously or subconsciously. Do you know the name Joe Selby from WLUV? Yes. When he died at the age of 98 in January of 2020, he still owned the radio station. In fact, he was living there. Mm -hmm. And I visited Joe maybe every three or four years, always sharp as a tack, but, you know, physically failing. And the radio station turned into sort of like a hoarder's reality show. I mean, he saved every wire and every knob you could possibly imagine. No wife, no kids. And he told the girlfriend, he says, shut off the lights and shut the door. We can't do that. So it was dumped in a niece's lap up in Green Bay. And her and I know each other from being on a committee at the Rockford Park District. So she said, I don't know radio. So she started calling all these people. Chuck Doyle was one of them. Chuck and I worked together there at LUV when we were 16. Huh. Yeah. You know, we pulled in Liz, and here's the three of us trying to be able to help. She renovated the entire place. It's beautiful. Mm. It, 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 looks, beautiful. it looks like this studio from a hoarder's reality show. It was that drastic. So then we started doing live shows. I did Wednesday afternoons. Getting back to Chuck, I don't know if Chuck subconsciously did this or consciously, but he'd call me every Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock, and he sort of gave me like a boost. So mm-hmm. I was all charged up by the time I got to the radio station. Right. And That's then, of course, he'd call like Saturday, and he goes, yeah, I heard your little bit on this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And McDuff did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He heard Liz and I on, and he made specific reference to this particular thing we were talking about. And he goes, by the way, don't forget, we have an air check session Friday at 2. <laughs> <laughs> an air check session That's with funny. you? Yeah. Really? And so it all comes really, really back That's around. Cool, it's really man. Those cool. are great stories, man. Yeah. Chuck Every, is a great, great dude, man. Everyone great I talk dude. to in this industry um, who's in Chicago either came from Rockford or made some stops along the way and then from. is back in Chicago. There's a huge Rockford to Chicago contingent here, both mm-hmm. TV and really? radio. Really? Absolutely. Awesome. Monica Schneider. Yeah, was she still here? Uh, she not anymore. She was at CLTV for many years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there's a million people that you can name in jo- TV and jo- radio. Joni Lum. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Marcella Raymond. We've got a ton of people. Who's, uh, who's WGN's meteorologist that came from 13? Morgan Kallmeyer. That's her. She's way past our time, but she's, she's a young. Husky. Yeah, she's, she's a young girl. She's a, like not even 30. Before the pandemic, I used to go on with those guys a lot. Yeah. Hey, I need you to do some this crazy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nice. And uh, I got to meet her, and she's she's a husky like 
like yeah. us. Where oh, she's yeah, NIU yeah. Husky, so she's, she's a, cool a sweetheart. Lady. Yeah, nice. But lady. Um, it's a big pipeline, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful pipeline from. So Rockford. let's keep it open. What are you thinking about? As Listen, you say, uh, I'm watching a file that's two and a half hours long. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah, we, like, I've never made a file digital this file this big before. So yeah. that's so, what you said on a picnic. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back that's after what this. She said. Thank you. What this means is we have to say thank you to Lisa Fielding and to Joe Soto and to Jim Mulvaney. Thanks for coming in on a Saturday, you guys. Storyteller Studio. It's our pleasure. Thanks. You guys do a there good go. job. This is great history, and uh, thank you. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Storytellers Studio in celebration of WROK Radio's 100th year in broadcasting.